Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Holy mother. Wow. Uh, that's all I have to say to open this segment up. I did not see this coming. Joe Biden, earlier it was announced he was going to be issuing some vaccine mandates. And that's him going back on his word because he said last year it wasn't going to happen. We weren't going to do passports. We weren't going to do forced vaccination. Jen Psaki said something recently, I think only a couple months ago. And the word came out that Joe Biden was going to implement some mandates. Well, of course, the rumor was he was going to mandate federal employees and contractors to get vaccinated. That is massive. Because of so many companies that contract with the federal government, they're going to have to sever those contracts, lay people off, or mandate vaccines. And that's on par with what we've been seeing from a lot of executives, mandating their employees get vaccinated. The one thing I did say in my earlier segment was that Joe Biden does not have the authority to mandate anything else beyond that. He can't just mandate private businesses, uh, mandate vaccines, uh, mandate the mandate. Uh, well, Joe Biden did. Because he is a psychopathic tyrant and he is a crackpot authoritarian. And this is not, this is no joke how bad this is. I think, you know, there are certain things you can look back on in terms of egregious executive decrees like Japanese internment camps and uh, suspension of habeas corpus and things like that. This is definitely on par with one of the most brazen things we've seen from a president because it's not just one thing. Joe Biden has bypassed the legislative branch on more than one occasion with the eviction moratorium. Then he then he violated the Supreme Court. He violated the judicial branch and the legislative branch by doing it again. The Supreme Court once again intervening. Joe Biden now has completely bypassed the legislative branch by trying to enact by decree that businesses under a new OSHA rule mandate vaccinations for everyone, uh, for all of their employees, if they have at least 100 employees. All right, well, I'll say this. We here at TimCast.com, we do not have more than 100 employees. And um, it's hard to say whether or not we're close to it. But probably within the next year or so, I anticipated that we, we would be around there. But I'll say this regardless. I will not comply do what you want, say what you want. It ain't happening. I got my van down by the river if need be, but I'm going to stand up. I'm going to say no, and I'll ride this, this this ship as long as 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 long as we can. There are a few there are a few moments in these past couple of years that have been genuinely shocking. One of the first, because I've seen a lot of things in my days traveling around the world. One of the most shocking things I saw, I remember in the basement, you know, back in March. Donald, I think it was March, Donald Trump making a statement about restricting travel to Europe, or I can't remember exactly what was said. And I was like, wow, like this is serious. What's going on with this COVID stuff? What Joe Biden did today, I did not believe would happen. I did not expect. And it is one of the most despotic, psychotic, authoritarian things we've ever seen. It is a, th- a thousand orders of magnitude worse than anything Trump ever did. We'll see if this stands up to scrutiny. But considering that Joe Biden's already bypassed the judicial branch and the legislative branch on more than one occasion, it seems likely he's going to try and make this stick. Will it? Maybe not. 
So maybe this is just Joe Biden sabotaging any chance the Democrats are, are going to have in 2022 and 2024. Because I tell you this, you go to rural people in swing states and tell them we will say no to this and we will end it. And they're going to vote for you without question. They don't care what your policies are. You can tell them that with all the taxpayer dollars, we're going to build a moon base made of cheese to harvest moon cheese. And they're going to be like, and you're going to shut down this mandate stuff. I'll vote for you. Let's get into all this stuff. Let's let's, let's stop me from ranting. It's just it's that dark. Joining us today is Joey Salads. Thank you for having me. Pull your mic down a little bit. Pointed at your mouth. There you go. Yeah, just talking to it. Excellent. You got me wanting some of that moon cheese now. <laughs> what kind of you cheese can't is have that? have my moon cheese, bro. It looked so good in that Wallace and Gromit skit. Mm, I know, right? What well, was there really a Gromit, Wallace and Gromit skit about moon cheese? Yeah, there wasn't. I'm just saying, you know, people are going to be like, "This dude's lost the plot. We got anybody else. This is going to be a republic." What? I- I'll tell you, if it's not a Republican sweep, we're doomed. And I don't even like the Republicans. And I don't even think the Republicans are do much, but I'm talking about the insurgent, you know. But anyway, introduce yourself, Joey. Who are you? What are you doing? Um, I'm Joey Salads. I go by Joey Saladino now. And, uh, yeah, I've been doing YouTube for a pretty long time. I guess I partially retired from doing that. Now I'm mostly just chilling, handling business, and now I'm here. Right on, man. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. We got we got Ian. Hey, thanks, Tim. Good to see you, Joe. Good to see you. Always good to see you in town, man. Um well, let's 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 get through these intros because I'm freaking out about this. this yeah, yeah, I, yeah. About I'm it. a little bit concerned about this, and I'm curious. Hopefully, we can come up with something positive in this. We'll see. Well, before we get started, head over to TimCast.com. Become a member. There is going to be a members segment coming up around 11 or so p.m. after the show. We record a segment just for the members of the website. And as a member, you're helping to support our fierce and independent journalism. We actually have a report on the ground from New York protests, so definitely you don't want to miss that stuff. And as a member, you get an ad-free experience. But don't forget to like this video, subscribe to this channel, share this show with your friends. If there was anything to share, it is this story. You know, it's really funny is, is this is so serious. I'm even seeing Reddit kind of like, you know, go, you know, Reddit full of bots and, and apologists for authoritarianism are like, ah, this one's kind of crazy because the president doesn't have the, anyway, share the video. Let's, 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 let's save it. Let's actually get into the news. Here it is from the Associated Press. Sweeping new vaccine mandates for 100 million Americans. The AP reports, in his most forceful pandemic actions and words, President Joe Biden on Thursday announced sweeping new federal vaccine requirements, affecting as many as 100 million Americans in an all-out effort to increase COVID-19 vaccinations and curb the surging Delta variant. It's not just the new OSHA requirement. They say the expansive rules mandate that all employers with more than 100 workers require them to be vaccinated or test for the virus weekly, affecting about 80 million Americans and the roughly 17 million workers at health facilities that receive federal medical Medicare and Medicaid will also have to be fully vaccinated. There's also going to be a requirement for all federal, for all employees of the executive branch and contractors who do business with the federal government. But boy, if you watch this guy speak on TV, this was an iron fist moment. He said he's going to just, I'll paraphrase here, but just push through any Republican governor who tries to oppose his executive decree. We've got bread tube socialists, these these crackpot authoritarian lunatics cheering for rule by decree. True colors uh, shown. Mask slips off. How about that? When we called them communists and they said, we're democratic socialists. We just want to vote for the power. And then once they vote for their guy and he slams the gavel on the table and says, you know, we, 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 it's like the emperor in Star Wars. The, the, the attempt to get, to bypass the Senate and Congress. And they're cheering for it. 
And so we got a, we got a, we got a, we got a lot going on, but we should just definitely talk about this. The funny thing here, I think, is that unions are like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, we got to, we got to negotiate on this one. But I don't know, guys, is it any surprise that, uh, uh, actually, I think it is a surprise, but you know, what are your thoughts on Joe Biden just going full fascist? Not really surprised at all. But it's crazy. It's, it's, you're out. not surprised. Come on. Did the you? De- whatever the Democrats want, they've been getting since day one, especially when COVID happened. We never thought that they would be locking us in our homes for several months, and they did exactly that. So, yeah, but that was we, under Trump, right? When we had the, uh, that, Trump, that is true. It was yeah, the Democrat governors. It was the Democrat governors, even Trump some Republican. Yeah, Trump opposed it, but Trump gave the rights to the state. Which I was, I was kind of on the fence about having the states have those rights to remove our constitutional rights. Shouldn't that be the job of the federal government to then step in and preserve our constitutional rights against Democrat governor tyrants? But Well, it, no, no. The federal government is constantly trying to infringe on our rights. And yeah. we have this shield in the Constitution that is stopping them from doing it. But at this point, it's like, you know, Joe Biden with the, with the eviction moratorium bypassed the legislative branch supreme court said hey you can't do this and he went i'll do it anyway thus bypassing the supreme court and congress which is just basically the executive has gone nuts with power and he should be impeached immediately the problem is you know we're supposed to have this mechanism in place to remove despots and tyrants impeachment they try to impeach trump over nothing it's like he made a phone call and they're like get rid of him it's insane Yes, and then and then January sixth is just it's insane. And now you actually have a a an an off the rails, insane, demented psychopath, and you can't impeach him because the Democrats won't do it because they like it. They like the power. They want it. They support it. Even if they do impeach him, it's not gonna do any good because then you just got Kamala Harris and it's probably the same. Impeach her too. Then what who do you get next? Pelosi? Impeach her too. And then Then you get Chuck Grassley. I would love to do I would we got to kind of also be realistic. That's just, it's just not going to happen, especially with the Democrats in charge. It's, you know, I I feel like there's a lot of Republican representatives out there who are pushing for impeachment. I think Taylor Greene probably filed at least 12 different impeachments since she took office eight months ago. It's all just fan service at this point, all this impeachment stuff. And I forgot who said it. One of the Republicans uh, said it. If you want to impeach Biden, focus on the midterms. Hmm. So at the very least, focus on the midterms. I really want to hire 70 people just so that we could have 100 workers and I can, you know, but we don't have that many people here. We have like 30 employees. Is there a loophole? Can, can you hire people as independent contractors? I don't, I don't know employees? if they, that would count. Uh, you know, but I can just hire 100 hourly workers to, you know, mow the lawn with scissors. You can, do that. You can hire be like, 100 people that work from home in 100 different areas of the world and they're going to be like, that's more of a threat that of you, people you, need to be vaccinated than 30 people in a room together. This idiocy, these blanket decisions about numbers and people aren't robots hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. People this, is, this is one of the biggest responses that I'm seeing from a lot of people. It's like, wait a minute. We've got work from home. We've got COVID mandates. People are already working remote. And now in your own home, they're mandating you be vaccinated. That makes no sense. That's, yeah. that's really off the, the that's really. It ha- it's nothing about safety. It's nothing about actually keeping mm-hmm. you safe. It's all about, they just want to remove any unvaccinated person from being able to function in society to force you to get the vaccine, uh, as much as possible without them actually coming to your house and jabbing you. I, I, just, I, I gotta be honest. I think the actual goal here is just to, uh, Cause an, a U.S. The, the U.S. system, the, the, the U.S. government, to collapse completely. It was happening anyway. The, well, the printing of money was destroying our economy, and this is basically a, a I don't know if it's a, a mask to do it, but but whatever. It's just another reason. It's, it, outside of the money thing, fluid. what I'm talking about is we are we are seeing unprecedented strain on states, on the federal government, on localities. We are seeing shootouts, you know, in in the Pacific Northwest, conflict in the streets, and there's no way. Something this fascistic could pass muster. It's it's it's, it's going to get. I mean, it's, they're they're going to get sued to oblivion. Every Republican state's going to file a suit. Re- Republican states are going to start telling all of their the, the companies within their states ignore this. They can't do it. And then they're going to say we won't we will not comply with the federal government. So what are you going to do about it? This never could work. This idea would never happen. There's no way West Virginia is going to be like. Well, I don't know. Biden said it. There's no way Texas is going to be like, unfortunately, we're beholden to Biden. You think Ron DeSantis? So, so what's the outcome of this? All it did is it's going to force red states to make declarations against the federal government in some capacity, whether it be sovereignty, and we've seen that in the past, or uh, uh, sanctuary decrees or whatever. It is just destroying the bonds that keep this country together. I worry that the federal government, the way they're going to probably try to enforce this over businesses— are they going to start freezing people's bank accounts, removing the money from their account? And I am not like the biggest crypto guy or, or I'm trying to promote crypto onto people. But I do feel like if, if eventually society starts pushing to this world of more you know, crypto, having crypto wallets, a crypto bank account, stuff that's decentralized off the grid, off the like, you know, if you have a, a bank account of, with Citibank or whatever bank, the government could just step in and they've done it to me when I forgot to pay certain taxes and they just take money out freeze the account yep done like okay and they're gonna start doing we're gonna see that happen with companies that are unvaccinated they're gonna just it's a take 14, your money and take it out fourteen thousand dollar fine per violation yeah. and one of the things we always seen throughout history is typically when there's a big revolution that's brewing or a civil resistance brewing it's usually uh currency starts to split they usually you know we've seen it throughout american history too i believe some states had their own currencies at some points and I mean, I'm not trying to push crypto on people, but I feel like cryptocurrency is kind of that push to the new currency where let's just say Florida does secede from the union. If you're on the U.S. dollar, the federal government can just screw with Florida beyond belief. But this, if it's this, all in Bitcoin, they this can't why take they, it. This is why they hate Bitcoin. It's an escape. Yeah. It's a way out of their system. $14,000 per violation for it. It's the OSHA rule. If they, they say you have to get uh, uh, vaccinated or a weekly test. I think it's really funny because I tweeted, I will not comply. And the response from everybody was, you don't even have 100 employees. You're exempt. 
And I'm like, yo, I'm not, I'm saying in general, dude, they're getting, in, they're going insane with this stuff. We'll, we'll, we'll have a hundred employees by, by, the, by this time next year, or maybe we won't. Maybe all that happens now is companies start saying, instead of just hiring everybody under one company, we make a new company that does a different job. Oh, you got a, a, a media production company? Well, your graphic design should just be under a new company called Magic Graphic Design, and you contract them. Yeah, and all of a sudden, you've broken your company. According to this rule, you can have a 1,000 people in the same building with 10,000 companies uh, or a 1,000 companies, and that's way safer than having 100 people spread across the world under one company. There, according there, to the, there, there would there yeah. would at some point be the IRS being like, hey, this is kind of messed up. You can't do that. If, if there were 1,000 people each owned their own company all working together in one room, that's a lot more viral load than a hundred employees in one company across the world well, working from home. This is the thing: is what you just said. What you would what you would do in a month or two months from now if you did end up doing that? If that was the thing, people said they'll just rewrite it, rewrite the bill, rewrite the law. So if you as an individual are paying people, or you as an individual own several companies that amass the, you know, they can't do that. They'll do that, it. That's the Democrats. I, that, they definitely <laughs> wouldn't do that because that would that would destroy all of their big donors. So when mm. they're saying vaccine mandate, you think Pepsi cares? But going in and then saying we're now going to start administering businesses based on the individual involved, they'd be like, whoa, whoa, we got shell company after shell company, something in Panama, something in Bahamas. Nah, none of that. There's another interesting thing, though. A lot of people may have missed this one because it wasn't big news. But uh, there was an alert put out by this uh, um, community banking association, this group, that the IRS wants they, – they want – any transaction, six hundred dollars uh, or more, to be tracked by the banks. It used to be, I think, like ten thousand, or what might have been like six thousand or something. Six hundred now. Any deposit, not withdrawals. Just anything. Deposits. Wow. Anything. Anytime you pull money out. Anything. That's nuts. Anytime you check your account. I said over six hundred dollars. Oh, okay, okay. Anytime <laughs> money gets moved. Yes, over six hundred dollars. They want to be able to track. If you it. move it from a savings account to your own checking account. Yes. Wow. That's an account transfer. Wow. Yup. I don't think people realize how bad it's about to get. And I think we're, we're not long for YouTube. I think, you know, that time is coming. I think a lot of big channels are, are, look, the faster they implement these things, the faster they implement these things. I mean, look, it was, it was December when Joe Biden said no mandatory vaccinations. It was July, I think, when Saki said we don't think the vaccine should be mandatory. Hmm. Now look where we're at. Now we have Delta version, which is less deadly, but more transmissible no, 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 from no, no, what no. I've learned. The Delta we version. We have Lambda, Epsilon, and Mu. And he's doing a vaccine. <laughs> this is a vaccine mandate for the Delta variant, according to this article. But firstly, from what I know, no vaccines are made for the Delta variant that are out yet. It's the not EU. even about, it's not about safety. Like I, I get what you're saying. You're right. You're probably right about almost everything that you're saying about you know, people in a building, vaccines for the, it's not even, none of that even matters. It's not even about that when it comes to the, what these Democrat lawmakers are, are, they're, what they're mandating and deciding. It has not, it has nothing we're to do so, with the we're basis so, in yeah. science at all. No, we're so, we're so far beyond acting like what the, 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 the Democrats, the government and the neocons, the Republican establishment, it's, we're so far beyond th- them acting in accordance to norms and laws and what we expect. They are just operating with impunity. That's it. Now, to be fair, the Republican establishment is basically just a, a uh, pressure release valve for America for Americans. So when a bunch of Americans are getting fed up and angry with this, they'll be like, I'm going to vote Republican. And the Republicans will be like, we're going to push back on this. And then Lindsey Graham will walk over and high five Kamala. Congratulations. Welcome to the country another with the thing, Uniparty. Another thing I don't like to see 
and it's coming from Greg Abbott, DeSantis, and a lot of, I'll call I guess, emotional conservatives on the Internet. And they're seeing what the left is doing, the Democrats are doing. They're mandating vaccines. They're using the arm of the federal government or their state governments to demand everybody get a vaccine. But then I'm watching the inverse happen uh, as a reaction to that, and we're seeing a lot of conservatives saying, let's mandate no vaccine. Like, businesses can't mandate vaccines at all. And I'm wa- I'm watching this inverse of, I guess, fascism occurring where it's like two sides of this fascist coin going on. And they're both being cheered by their own side. And I think that's that's could be dis- something incredibly dangerous. When, yeah, counter-dependence. I disagree. Yeah. When the Republicans say, you as a business can't mandate vaccines, I think that's a broad, non-discriminatory policy. We, we have tons of policies affecting businesses about who they can't discriminate against. So... Yeah, but that's, 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 that's quite simple. That's the thing is, if you're, for, for instance, in Texas, in Austin, Texas, there were two restaurants that were requiring their customers to have vaccines. And I guess they were operating fine. The government of Texas came in and said, we're going to pull your liquor license if you keep requiring this. Right. So I, I'm assuming they probably stopped requiring it. Now they're going to do all the lawsuits. That was two restaurants in an entire state or city that had no type of vaccine mandate. And I'm watching but the businesses did the the businesses did. and it was right of the government to shut down them and the discriminating and the people. government was shutting it down I guess for discrimination good but where I come in saying is I believe that should be up to the free market to decide if a business that requires vaccine should be able to survive or not let's just say you're an old person let's just say you're high high risk let's say you're a crazy leftist living in your little bubble inside your house with a mask with several vaccines in your arms. And you want to go outside and you live in Texas and you're seeing all these rising numbers of COVID cases. You're seeing all these deaths and you want to go somewhere where you feel safe. Should they have a right to patron a business that requires vaccines? Do you think the government should have uh, in, uh, stepped in to enforce desegregation at, at private businesses? I don't think my opinion when it comes to a lot of this stuff, I would say when it comes to segregation, maybe around color, that's a different area because i mean obviously you can't change anything about your your personal your your physical appearance but what always gets me when it comes to the health reason it's like obviously you have a choice whether to get vaccinated or not and it's also that ideology you kind of got to adjust it where there's a lot of conservatives saying they shouldn't be able to discriminate against your health they shouldn't be able to discriminate against if you're vaccinated or not but then at the same time if you use i i don't like to uh straw man but i think it's important to hold that belief uh, constant in a bunch of different situations. Say someone was showing up to your restaurant and they had visible leprosy, their skin peeling off the bone, and they're trying to get in. You can't discriminate against me because of my health. Let me in. Well, you're going to get everybody sick if you come in. Your skin's falling off the bone. That's what the judiciary is for. So if we say, like, look, there's got to be some limits on public health and safety, and there's, there's areas where you can't discriminate... Whether or not someone is vaccinated or unvaccinated is is between their doctors. And if the vaccines provide protection for the individual, then you shouldn't be worried about what other people aren't doing. The issue here is that well, another thing how the vaccines work, and I'm at, I'm anti vaccine mandates. There there is a herd immunity situation that does come in that makes vaccines work. Here's the issue: what the Democrats and what Biden want is for everyone to be vaccinated. Because they're like, that's how we return to normal. Everyone has to do it. It's not about the individual. It's about the entirety. 
And the, the excuses they make online is like, but it's unvaccinated people who are in the hospitals. And it's like, well, then that's their problem, yeah, I their guess. Problem. Their maybe they should go to a doctor and talk about this, and maybe they wouldn't be in the hospital if they had, had some good medical advice. How about that? How about it's none of your business what they decide to do? Here's the problem. With the vaccine mandates, some places like New York, no medical exemptions, none, for no reason. So if you're someone who's got a disability or some, some existing condition and you can't get vaccinated, you're out. This mandate from Joe Biden, it's going to force people to get COVID tests every single week. This is this is putting a mandate that's going to put undue pressure. You got businesses fining people, charging them money. Now, let's say you have no clean exemption, but the FDA says that right now data on pregnancy is insufficient to inform someone on the risks. This is the community vaccine. They say pregnant uh, data on pregnancy is insufficient to inform on the risk. They don't know. And. The, the FDA approval says that there is no long-term data on the community vaccine because they've just entered those late-stage trials, and that will be coming later on. So if you are someone who talks to your doctor, and maybe you have a history of anaphylaxis, maybe you've had uh, uh, Guillain-Barre syndrome in the past, and your doctor says, well, you know, to be honest, I think you should get it. I won't bar you from getting it, but that's going to be up to you. And then you as an individual have to weigh the probabilities of whether or not you will take the risk for this reason. Pregnancy is a big one because I believe it's the CDC said it is safe for pregnant women to take the vaccine. However, the FDA for the FDA approved community says that data is insufficient to inform on the risks, but they think it's safe, right? Basically, they have no data and they're assuming it's safe. So if you're a pregnant woman, you might be like, I'm not comfortable with that. Too bad. No exemption. That's it. Now, now these businesses, if they start doing it one by one, they're discriminating against people. I, I understand your point that it's like two small businesses. That's, yeah, I'm saying that's the thing is when it comes into that situation, there's a free market that decides where if there is, let's just say in this hypothetical world, you're in a town, there's no mandates at all when it comes to anything vaccine. And all these businesses are starting to require vaccine mandates to enter every single business. And then you, let's just say you have a large swap of that population that is not vaccinated. In the market of supply and demand, there's going to be businesses that are going to appeal and, you know, be created or be adjusted for the people who are unvaccinated because there's a large market share of people who need to patron businesses and they don't have businesses to patron. So that's why I believe the free market is that sorts that stuff out. It didn't. The reason why the government had to physically enforce desegregation is that the free market was not figuring it out, is that it was actually people had no incentive to change. There was this famous story about, I think it was Lyndon Johnson, and he had uh, several black men who worked for him, and they would drive his car and his dog down, I think it was Texas or whatever, I can't remember the the exact details, or they would drive his car, and then one one time he asked them, can you bring my dog with you? And they were like, no. It's, It's hard enough to find anywhere to go to get service, let alone having a dog with us would be impossible. And he was like, what do you mean? Why? And they were like, yo, driving through the South, there's no businesses for people based on your race. Like, it's all – the free market wasn't solving for that. It was creating serious problems. I, I think race is a, a different situation just because especially when you're dealing with stuff back then. I mean, if there was any segregated places nowadays, like no black people – we do have segregated businesses now. If you think about it, there's all these uh, L.A. super you know, tech companies popping up where they specifically don't hire white males. You know, the, we have all these dating websites specifically for Jews, specifically for minorities, specifically for this. And 
no one bats an eye, really. No one really cares. Okay, that's a business for that type of person, business for these types of people, especially as you enter the tech age. You can kind of target people based on what your needs are. But I guess from the point where I'm coming from is in Texas where there was no mandates at all, no mandates in either direction, there was only two restaurants that really popped up requiring vaccines. In Austin, probably, right? In Austin, yeah. And I bet you they they were probably getting business, I I could assume, because if they're the only two in that market share, and let's just say there's 50% of the population there that is vaccinated, they might be seeking vaccinated places. And I believe it should be their right, if they're scared, sick, old, or dying, to be able to go to a place where they can feel safe. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think all of this... If you don't want to, go somewhere else. I think all of this, regardless, I think Joe Biden's psychotic behavior, his, his, his inability to speak his handlers, whatever, and his decree. Let me show you what's happening. Biden vows to take on GOP governors over schools. Yeah, he didn't just say that. He says, get them out of the way. Right now, local school officials are trying to keep children safe in a pandemic while the governor picks a fight with them and even threatens their salaries or their jobs. Talk about bullying in schools, Biden said, remarks to the White House. If they'll not help, if these governors won't help us beat the pandemic, I'll use my power as president to get them out of the way. I think I think there's like a ninth and a tenth amendment about that one that you can't do that, Joe Biden. I think I think it was a few weeks ago uh, the Biden administration said that they were going to fund the schools that get defunded over mask mandates. So DeSantis was saying we're going to defund these schools because uh, you're requiring masks. That's no good. Um, and then I think the Biden administration said that they were going to work to fund those schools, whatever was defunded. Uh, Governor Christy Nome said, South Dakota will stand up to defend freedom. Joe Biden, see you in court. All Joe Biden did with these decrees was he, it, it was it was a shot across the bow to red states, forcing them to assert their positions in defiance of the federal government. These mandates, these threats, getting them out of the way. All of the stuff. It's, it's, it's absurd. It's not going to happen. The feds are not going to be able to go into Texas and start going business to business, knocking on doors and trying to figure things out. Now there's taxes. That's where they might get you with yeah. the IRS and the currency. That's all it comes down to at the end of the day. They can't, they don't have the manpower really. And they wouldn't be able to logistically go to every single business and every door. But what they can do is click a th- few buttons on the computer and lock all your bank accounts. I think that's what it pretty much comes down to. We're pretty much controlled by the U.S. dollar. At the end of the day, that's where they have all that power and all that control over us because they can click two, three buttons, shut everything but down. But you, do you Militant think fascism? Yeah. 
Do you think that people in Texas, South Dakota are going to be like, oh, no, I guess I have to comply with Joe Biden? You got Wyoming and West Virginia, the deepest Trump supporting states in the country. You think these places are going to be like, oh, geez, I guess I have to comply. Or do you think they're going to be like, screw you? Yeah, they're going to say screw you. And then their bank accounts are going to get frozen. And then they'll there'll be like a state uh, issue with the governor or whatever is going to be like to the local you know, local banks that are only in these certain areas. Mm-hmm. Undo it. You can't do that. Yeah, Governors will intervene. And then the federal government will probably try to hit those banks and shut those local banks down. You know, I mean, like, there's always that like, who's got the bigger you know hammer when it comes to that situation? Who's got more control over the powers of the, control? The, the businesses will switch to crypto. Yeah, Florida yeah, will spin cash. up their own crypto, and then the federal government will make that crypto illegal, probably a mm-hmm. felony, and then they'll start they'll withhold tax money to the state. And then you might see other states join in, and you could see definite, maybe not civil war, but mm-hmm. intense civil conflict. Dude, we're in a civil yeah. war. Political conflict. No, 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 no. We're, 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 we're in a civil war. You gotta define war, but I mean, fifth generational, it seems like. Right. This is a fifth generational civil war. This Absolutely. is a, a yeah. mental fourth civil and fourth. war. Uh, are you familiar with fourth and fifth generational warfare? Uh, I guess explain it to me. I'm, I'm familiar, but. We'll start with, uh, I assume first generational warfare is like two people punching each other in the face and like, you know, charging at each other. But in order to gain control of resources or influence over a city or a region or other group of people, you can't convince them. It, it, it goes into kinetic conflict, right? Physical confrontation. There's been multiple generations. There's been espionage. There's been cyber warfare. We are moving into the era now beyond all that, which is fourth and fifth generational warfare. Fourth generational warfare is when, when it's not necessarily nation states anymore. It's uh, um, people flying different banners within states and between states, insurgent groups, groups like the Taliban, groups like Al-Qaeda, and groups like Antifa. Fifth generational warfare is more in winning control of resources by controlling people's minds through propaganda and information. So in that regard, no, no doubt, the culture war, they call it, right? It's been called a cold civil war over and over again. The problem I have with that phrase cold is that I don't know. There was a dude in Portland who took two bullets to the chest by a guy who was stalking him and had a had a communist tattoo on his neck. Seems hot. Yeah, you've got. Well, it's limited. Those are the, the you'll see limited pockets of violence in like even the Civil War. I mean, there was Korea or not the Civil War, rather the Cold War with Russia. We had Korea, which was yeah, like a yeah, Russian American yeah. conflict, but in the proxy of a guy getting sort hit of. On the street, but that's know? like communist factions supported by a, a larger state versus. Free enterprise faction supported by another state. That wasn't the U.S. engaging in direct conflict. Yeah, yeah, indirect. That's why they call it the Cold War. It was a war, but it was proxy. No, what we're seeing in the United States isn't cold civil war. When you have people fighting in the streets and there was a shootout last weekend and there was a shootout the weekend before that, and like, how about a hundred days of violent rioting in Portland with firebombs? And then when Donald Trump is like, we're going to send some feds together, they're like, oh, fascist, fascist. Like, yeah. dude, you're firebombing buildings. And then you had the uh, Oregon governor, I think it was the AG, sue the federal government over their attempts to enforce the law. Now you get the Democrats in the federal government. They're going nuts. And now it's the, the, the so here's what I said. When the blue state was suing, you know, Donald Trump, uh, the federal government over trying to enforce the law and stop the, uh, the firebombings, the, the riots, I was like, this is it. People live in, you know, they, they, they view history through, a con, through condensed lenses where you, you open a book and you read about the Civil War and it's like, on this day this happened, on this day this happened, on this day this happened, and you're like, wow, and you're reading it all really fast, not realizing for the people living it, yo, it was years, five years. The Revolutionary War was 20 years. There were people who were born after the first conflict in the American Revolution 
and and re- 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 rebel sentiment, and then fought in the war for two years. They were born into it. This stuff went on for a really, really, really long time. I also feel like uh, the, the transfer of inf- information back then did definitely took a lot longer than nowadays. Right, and that's like, why it's, yeah. it's, it's accelerated now. I mean, you wanted to draft a letter takes you know a month to have these meetings where they finally agree on the letter then it takes three months to get to the crown then the king finally gets a chance to go through the letter reads it crafts a response with his advisors and goes to parliament takes a month three months later it comes back to the states and then doesn't even go to every single state yeah you know so that that could have taken a year just to have one message now it's all different but here's what happens Oregon sues the federal government. I said, this is it. I mean, the federal, the, the state is, is rejecting federal authority to enforce the law on federal property in their state. This is where it begins. Now, Joe Biden is trying to enforce federal decree on red states, and they're going to be doing the same things. Yo, I love it when people are like, I was talking to Russell Brand. I was on, I did the Russell Brand uh, podcast recently, and he, he brought up, he's like, you know, you've, you've talked quite a bit about civil war in the past. And I was like, yeah, that's true. And I was like, there's, there's a lot of things you need to understand about that. For one, I was right, okay? And uh, we just had a shootout last weekend and the weekend before that. And you might say, oh, but those are just shootouts. <laughs> when, when did, did we have shootouts five years ago? This is what, it wasn't happening. But let's, let's break this down. I was like, we had numerous articles from The Atlantic and all these other uh, smart people about the possibility of a civil war escalating in the United States, especially with Donald Trump getting elected. You then had a Princeton professor saying, I think it was in 2016, we are in a cold civil war. This was a long time ago. And that sentiment emerges. And then we see the battle for Berkeley, the base stick man, uh, old women getting explosives thrown at him. I was watching this stuff happen on the ground in, in San Jose and Berkeley at these Trump rallies. And then I was like, yo, people have lost their minds. You don't see a de-escalation when people want to tit for tat. So I was like, I think we're going to see a civil war. And it's not always the, like, when you saw those people uh, assault Larry Elder, those are obviously like L.A. crackheads that are just radical crackheads just roaming the streets, probably don't even yeah, live anywhere. Yeah, but they have access to political information. Yes. They're being indoctrinated. Yes. What I'm saying is at that Berkeley one, uh, I think you were there and I was there at the same time. I noticed an older crowd who looked normal. They looked like they could have been teachers. Waving little Trump flags. No, no, not that. that. They were picking up rocks. They were on the Antifa side. They were picking up rocks oh, wow. and throwing them at Trump supporters. And I saw them there, and I was undercover because I wanted to you know, capture what was going on. And I told them, like, hey, guys, I'm like, you might want to get out of here. This is, like, nasty because they would just look like regular people that just probably walked down the wrong street and was recording it. And then I looked back at the tape, and they were picking up rocks and throwing it at, at the Trump supporters. So I was where, like, where I was, do we... Surprise. Where, where do we end up, right? To have people come to me and, and, you know, I love these, these, you know, bread tubers and leftists being like, haha, Tim Pool thinks civil war. And I'm like, well, since those predictions, which I've continued to make, we had January 6th where about a thousand people mm-hmm. stormed into the Capitol building. Well, I should say a large number of them stormed the front gates and were a, escorted. A, a lot of people were escorted in by cops opening the door, but they did disrupt the electoral college vote count. Now, a lot of Trump supporters think that it was effectively a setup in that police were standing down, that Pelosi didn't get, you know, a national guard in there. Regardless, people fought with cops to get into the Capitol building. Mm-hmm. They had no real plan. That's what the FBI report says, but they did shut down the electoral college vote. I'm not here to overplay this and call it an insurrection. I'm saying, yo, that's unprecedented. And what did we see around the same time? We had, I think it was 48 states involved in a lawsuit over how the election was handled. And I'm sitting here like, yo, I've been telling you people shooting each other in the streets, a dude being killed. 
than, than Trump having feds hunt down the guy who did it and kill him. Like, yo, we are dangerously close to this stuff falling apart. John Podesta, as reported by the Boston Globe, said that if Trump wins in 2020, the West Coast should secede from the union. A new YouGov poll data showing that in the United States, five different regions, 37.2% of the American population wants their region to secede from the union. A lawsuit between 48 states contesting the election and to this day, what, 80 million, or I think it's like two thirds of Republicans distrusting the election results. How are you going to come to tell me, we had people on this show, we wrapped up one show and one dude who came on was like, no, I think everything's going to go back to normal and everything's fine. And I was like, what, what part of people shooting each other, beating each other in the streets, massive lawsuits between states? Quantum computing, neural net fusion, what, what's, there's no normal, baby. I'm talking about. Everything's changing. What part of the active conflict makes you think things will stop? Has Joe Biden come out and said, I want to be a good president to everyone in this country. And knowing that there are 80 million Americans who are skeptical and hesitant to vaccines, I want to have a conversation with you and work with you. That's why I'm going to be announcing, you know, a new plan to work with Republican leaders and have discussions over protecting civil liberties. No, he doesn't do that. He says, what did he say? We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. Our. Who's he talking about? It's right. He, I mentioned this before. When he came out, when Texas and Florida announced that they were shutting, they're like, we're not going to do these shutdowns. We're not going to have these mandates. So you've reached the age of zero energy, zero sex drive, and zero weight loss. And you wake up every morning with aches and pains. You're not alone. There is help with Nava Health. Nava Health's technology-driven approach goes beyond symptoms to find the root cause. Nava medical experts will create a customized plan to help you feel your best at every age. Visit navacenter.com forward slash POD to learn more. Or call 855-680-6282 today. Don't put off feeling as good as you can. Call 855-680-6282. Results may vary. He came out and said, we may need more restrictions. We may need more mask mandates. And that was an important point earlier this year. I said, who was he talking to? He wasn't talking to Texas. He wasn't talking to South Dakota. South Dakota never shut down. He wasn't talking to Florida. No, he was talking only to blue states. Joe Biden is the president who comes out on TV and says, us and we against you. You know, he just he just pulled off the biggest in my opinion military blunder in american history he he surrendered to the taliban after oh, a 20 year war that we had control we were in control and have and that we could have china i think more than it, anybody else it devastated not only the way we look in the world no, who would trust us to ally with us if we're going to walk away and leave them to die afterwards if we're looking and, at who benefits the most from everything that biden's doing I, I have to say probably china's benefiting the most so he's saving face this is him coming out hard out of the closet to be angry to take the Immediately, I'm like, what is he talking about? Anything other than Afghanistan for right now? He's, he wants to focus yeah. on how cool he, how strong he is. This is total, this, total power and, play. Another thing, I is, agree. I, th- this, this policy doesn't fly. It's going to get sued into oblivion. He'll probably try and bypass Supreme Court anyway. But boy, did it change the conversation yeah, with Afghanistan. Say, we're talking about this instead of Afghanistan now. Yeah. Another thing is like, I, I wonder because I, I know you were saying that they kind of want the states to split in a way where like Florida is its own state. I, I wonder how that's going to go because I know in New York City, I'll just use this as a smaller scale example, my hometown, Staten Island, it's technically part of New York City, it pays New York City taxes, pays New York State taxes, but everyone in Staten Island, for the most part, it's the only Republican borough out of the entirety of New York City. It's not even, it's not anything like anything else in New York City geographically and the people. But they refuse to let Staten Island secede from New York City. They just refuse. 
I believe it's because they don't want a part of New York that's not adherent to the New York City tax code and just have everybody from New York City just living over there in Staten Island. Because what would happen is tons of businesses will just, okay, we're just going to go right over the bridge. We're gonna we're gonna just move right over the bridge, and Manhattan would just lose tons of business. Is it, so is, wanna, is it uh, New York City tax? I think is like three point five percent or something. Three point five percent. Just and there's no reason for Staten Island to be paying that because we're nothing like the rest of the city. It's just a completely different world. It might as well just be New Jersey at that point. Mm. Yeah. And I I feel like that's gonna be the same exact thing when it comes to Florida and Texas. If they want to secede, if Florida and Texas ever did get out of there, they're either gonna have to one try to destroy the economy of that of those states as much as possible. So this way, no one would ever want to live there or they would have to force them to stay because they don't want it to become a beacon of freedom where zero percent taxes every business just come here you got no federal government breathing down your neck you want to have your trillion dollar business here you want to have your small business here yeah just come here no one's gonna bother you just come yep. here and do whatever you want and and check it out right now there's, there's a lot going on with these vaccine mandates truckers mm. if the truckers of the united states right now said i'm good strike whole country mm-hmm. shuts down Everything, yeah. everything shuts down. They have all the power. People don't realize when you when you zoom out on America, you, you look at America on the satellite map, you look at it in real time. I'm not saying you actually have access to do that, but mm-hmm. let's say you could. You know what you see Very on the cool. roads? You know what you see on all the highways? They look like veins. And you know what those trucks are? Those are the red blood cells carrying the yes. oxygen mm-hmm. to all of the major centers to make sure that people can survive. How does it work with Amazon? Do they own their own truck drivers? Oh, dude, when you order, so in rural areas, when you order from Amazon, it comes, uh, it, it gets delivered to a post office, and then it either comes, or actually, we, when we order on Amazon, we get UPS, FedEx, and post, and postal deliveries for Amazon stuff. When, in, in the cities, there's an Amazon warehouse, and they hire their own drivers, and the person yeah. will show up, put it in their car, drive it to you. Not here. We get that sometimes. But typically, it has to be delivered through a. Uh, it's still got to go from the production center and the warehouse to these distribution centers. Either way, so yep. it's got to come from a big truck. Then their little drivers can handle it. Locally. Well, here's here's the important point. Let's say you live in Texas, no vaccine mandates. They're like, we got a, we got a shipment. It's going out to New York. Can't do it. Yeah. Because if I go there, I'm not going to be able to eat any food or go to restaurants. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to go into the gas station. Sorry. Actually, not even going to be able to go into the, 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 the warehouse to drop it off. Now, there may be some exceptions like, oh, you're just dropping something off. Fine. You're getting takeout. New York says it's fine. There's probably reasons why they did this. But how many of these t- truck drivers are going to be like, and eh, not worth the risk. I'm not going to drive all that way for this yeah. job and then find out that I can't even interact. The other way is different. New York will be able to go to Texas. Vaccinated New York truck drivers will have no problem going to Texas. So it's all going to start flowing towards these red and states. The thing is, these cities are the ones that really need these imported supplies and goods, yep. too. They yeah, I, I, th- I think, um, you know, I don't know exactly how this plays out. You know, I, I've said for a long time civil war, and we were just talking about that. But I do think, based on that YouGov data, about it's 37.2% of people want their region to break apart from the United States. Or, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. Each different uh, region has a different population size. But overall, in the United States, there's a 37.2% of people want their region to break apart. I look at that and I'm like, maybe it's just balkanization. Maybe, maybe that's not even the right word for it because, you know, you, you talk about like the Balkan Wars and stuff and, you know, the balkanization that happened. Maybe what we're going to see is a little bit different and it's more going to be just a dissolution of the union. Yeah, decentralization of the union. That'd the states be cool. become the states and take yeah. care of their own business and yeah. that's it. I think we've been in, maybe not a civil war, but with... First of all, the Federal Reserve really, those guys really wanted to take control of the American economy, which they kind of did. Then the Soviets, we had the communist 
American conflict. So we're, then we had the Chinese, which we still have. So it's like we've been in this conflict for for a hundred years, and it's it's evolved and morphed into a different shape. Where it's like me and you and you, we all have these different opinions now. Your neighbors aren't the people that you relate to them, and so there's all this psychological conflict that's being sown. And I hate seeing Americans versus Americans on this. I don't think that's yeah. the pro- what it is. We got divided over the last fifteen years, really, really sadly, unnecessarily. It's it's more than just an American problem. It's a global problem, and I think we really Dude, need to be unified. In we're order inching to closer it. and closer to what's happening in Australia. Huh. That's where we're. Oh heading. yeah. They, I, I'm sorry, Ian, I, I got I to I gotta disagree with you. You 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 constantly you know want to you, like you hold this belief of like we shouldn't be divided. People should come together. But I think you missed the boat on that one a long time ago. I can't stop I, though. I can't stop myself. I, I, I get it. But look, too different. These, these, these are the things I was talking about in 2016. Yeah, I was like, in 20, hey guys, 2007. I was. Hey guys, we sh- we shouldn't be hyper polarizing like this. We can't just be pointing the fingers. 2018, I'm like, yo, this fighting's got to stop. People, I, I actually said people should stop showing up to these things to just simmer down. I understand people want to go out and protest. They have a right to do it. But all it's going to do is create a tit for tat. So why don't people just chill out right now? Now we're at the point there is no turning back. You got people like Hassan Piker, one of the biggest, if not the biggest independent political commentator, cheering for nationwide rule by decree, cheering for it, mocking those as as you have someone, uh, Biden in office, violating like overtly violating the Constitution, the law, over, over overruling legislation, the Supreme Court on multiple occasions. And he's cheering for it, while at the same time, you have some of these same people saying uh, 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 the abortion law in Texas is wrong. The government, you know, my body, my choice. Oh, but this is contagious. We shouldn't allow it. We shouldn't allow the virus to kill people. But we should be allowed to abort babies. The, see, there's no there's no logical consistency other than give me the power to enact the things I want. There is no reconciling that, Ian. When these people, by like 54%, believe the economy is doing good right now, there is, I'm sorry, man, they come out and they claim that every Trump supporter is ingesting horse paste, which is just not true. It's a small. They did the same uh, thing with the Trump and the bleach situation. Yeah. Right, right, right. It's a, it's, it's, first of all, Trump said something dumb and they act like people actually believe that stuff. But I'll tell you this. The reality, independent voters and Republican voters are not running around inge- ingesting horse paste. It's just not happening. Some, some people are and it's stupid thing to do. The irony is the guy that they're making fun of, Joe Rogan, ended up getting better in like three days. But he went to a doctor and <laughs> yeah, the doctor gave yeah. him a prescription. He got monoclonal antibodies, mm-hmm. which is an FDA authorized treatment. And that's probably what did it. Yeah. But here's the point. We, we can say definitively, yeah, we know there are dumb people going to tractor supply. You go to tra- tractor supply, there's horse paste missing because people bought mm-hmm. it. But they only had like 30 boxes anyway. So there's not tens of millions of crackpots. You look at the Republicans right now. The Republicans in the polls, a large portion do not like the Republican Party because they're paying attention. Independent voters think the economy is bad, don't like the Republicans or the Democrats. The metric, Democrats believing the economy is good, is proof. These people live in Wally world. Evidence, evidence. It's not proof. But it's it, there's only like 3,000 people, though, that, that I think that study. It was only like 3,000 uh, that showed the Democrats thought the economy was good. No, it's like 100,000. Is it? I thought that was a different study. Okay. No, no, it's like 100,000. Well, still they, only. Maybe they think it's good because they're getting their checks in the mail. Right. No, it's because they Joe Biden got work. elected and also there's yeah. a spike in people believing the economy yeah, was you're good. You're going to get 100,000 morons and, in any and political here's party. Here's the other thing, much. I guess, when it comes to the UBI and all these checks that everyone's been getting. 
I guess Andrew Yang and the whole, I guess, UBI socialist crowd are saying, we need this money, we need this money, it will be productive, it will go to good, it will help us do this, help us do that. And what happens when the, a lot of these people get their money? Louis Vuitton stock skyrockets, <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> they're going yep. to buying Gucci bags, Louis purses, whatever they're doing. I live in Vegas now, and I've been flying back and forth, and what I noticed is probably 75% of the flights have been extremely ghetto, extremely rowdy, mm. no flight etiquette. I'm getting oh, I mean, on the Have pl- you seen these videos? People uh, yeah. fighting and boxing on Dude, planes? they're yeah. coming on the planes and they got boom boxes and they're blasting music. The they're cursing at the flight attendants. They're yelling at the pilots. Oh, we're going to have a 10-minute delay landing. A little bit busy today. You're lying to us. You're effing lying to us. Get us off. Freaking out. And this is like 75% of the flights I've been going on lately. In and out of Vegas have been like that. Also, I talked to a lot of people on the Strip, a lot of security. They said uh, at the time when I was talking to them, they said crime has been going up on the Strip. And I asked why. I came to the conclusion, I think this might be true, that because the airlines and uh, the casinos, they're all giving these deals to get people back into the city. And people are all having these checks come in the mail that never earned it and they just want to go blow it and they're getting you know less desirable people coming into town starting problems starting crime i even when i was in the casino uh not too long ago i had i think three people try to start a fight with me one person tried to start a fight with me because they asked if i liked alex jones and they tried to start a fight with me over they asked that. you yeah they asked me because i was having a political conversation with my friend's mom and they turn around they're like you like alex jones I'm like, I think he's cool. He's he's definitely entertaining. Well, you're, uh, and he just called me, you know, one of these words that I can't say. Uh, <laughs> no, not, not, he definitely called me Oh, he me called that. you a slur. Yeah, the, the R one. <laughs> <laughs> the things I was that like, YouTube bans us for. Yeah, I was like, dude, just go, just go away from me. And then, like, literally, I go to another table, and someone, like, yells, Joe, because the guy next to me, his name was Joe. I, I, he wasn't with me, and I, I, like, glanced back, and I looked back. He's like, and I wasn't effing talking to you. And he starts to try to size me up. I'm like, bro, get out of here. Like, what are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to point something out to you, Ian, that I think is really, really important. Right now, you talk about, you know, you want unity and how we can't have this polarization. And it's not the people. We got to blame somebody else. You have high profile, verified influence, influential personalities with, you know, millions of followers who are cheering for the complete destruction of the American form of government. That we have a checks and balance. That, that, we, that we have checks and balances. That we have uh, an executive, a legislative, and a ju- ju- uh, judicial branch. All equally powerful. Calling each other out when they break, when they, when they step out of the line. Right now you have many people. I mean just go on Twitter. You can see them all. These are the people on the left in the establishment. Celebrating that what Joe, celebrating what Joe Biden did. On numerous occasions, bypassing the American way of government. These people are acting against the American way of government. Let me explain something. When Barack Obama, you know, he wants to do DACA, right? Mm-hmm. Deferred action for childhood arrivals, I think it's what it means. There's a question over, well, the president can give orders to the executive branch and how they handle certain cases. So there's a legal question there. If you and, and a lot of people argue this is legislation, Obama should not be able to do this. And then others argued, well, he can simply tell ICE not to enforce it because he can instruct them to do it. And that's that's well, that's exactly the executive branch. And then you got to get lawsuits. Lawsuits got to get involved. When Donald Trump wants to have a travel ban based on you know this list of countries of of, of threats, some argue, well, that's got to go through legislation. Yeah, but 
it's also that the, 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 the president has the ability to declare emergencies and take executive action. That's the point of the executive branch. What Joe Biden did today, mandating that businesses with 100 employees or more be fined $14,000 if they don't get weekly tests or verify vaccination is overtly a legislation thing. When Joe Biden bypassed a Supreme Court ruling by enacting a, a new eviction moratorium, he directly spat in the face of the Supreme Court, violating, in no uncertain terms, the checks and balances of this country. And now you have people on the left celebrating this. How do we move forward as a country when half of the political population, because not every person in America, is celebrating the collapse of the American way of governance? It's like the left's ideology, and I say this all the time on my show, basically the same way you just said it too, is their their ideology is, is just a sliding scale where they can go from we need to support abortion, right to murder babies in the womb. That's my right. It's like the only time they care about their constitutional right is when it comes to murdering mm. and aborting babies. Um, but when it comes to forcefully getting vaccinated, being locked in the house, all this, all that that comes with it uh, for the pub- public health and public safety, all of a sudden the Constitution doesn't exist. Your rights don't exist. But it's it's just like they're, they have all their whole entire ideology is a sliding scale with no consistencies and about what benefits them at that moment at that time. But it's also, you know, I, I think you'll understand this, Ian. We cannot be a, 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 a civilization of people fighting for 100% safety. It's impossible. But that seems to be what the left right now is saying. Sacrifice everything for more safety. We saw it in the colleges when they created the safe spaces. If a lecturer says a naughty word and you're offended, here's a pastel room full of stuffed animals and beanbags for you to go cry in. That Those are real things. Well, big tech companies had safe spaces for when Trump won the election. That's like, oh, they were crying. Yeah. So these are people who are voting and enforcing safety, safety, safety oh, above after, all else. After, after January 6th, I, I know a bunch of people that work for companies, and their companies had uh, mental health days after the January 6th. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of that. And they still have mental health days whenever something big happens in the news, uh, which is utterly pathetic in my book. But we're, we're, th- we're, we're watching this happen, that safety has become paramount over everything yeah. else. And what did Ben Franklin say? Those that would sacrifice... Freedom for for temporary security deserve neither and will lose both. And here's the thing is us Republicans or people on the right, we don't care what people on the left do. Like me personally, I would rather us just kind of split. You live your life. Let me live my life. But it's they can't let that happen. They want to force us to live the, by the rules that they want them to live by. It's like they can't just say, hey, can we just all just throw ourselves in Florida? Just leave us alone. Like we'll all just stay in these states. Stop telling us what to do just let leave us alone we won't bother you you won't bother us but they know and i think when it comes down to a lot of like the truck drivers and the unions they kind of need us for that and california is always like oh we have the biggest economy in the state well we have listen the, the why, biggest economy in the world but why would, doesn't mean best why would anyone give up their surfs yeah you know so you've got eastern oregon wanting to secede from the state it's like we don't need Amazon. why would why would portland allow their surfs who pay taxes to to, to leave the state mm-hmm no, 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 no. We, we need those resources. We need that access. It's leverage force for us. us. Yeah. But but you've seen it, right? I mean, the constant drive towards safety. We can't do yeah. that. We can't live that way. People think, seems that people think this, that the COVID is, is deadly like smallpox or like 
or like uh, polio. Like it's like it's a debilitating, crippling disease. It's not good for you, and it definitely seems to have detrimental effects. But to act like it's poli- like it's as dangerous as polio, I, I get it. Suspend habeas corpus if there's a life threatening, devastating virus that's causing people to fall down. Their arms are rotting off. They're bleeding out of their face. You call you call a off you call off habeas corpus and you you heal the people with whatever you have. But th- that's not what we saw. We saw a uh, 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 incredibly transmissible disease that's what is it ninety nine point four percent of the people that get it I think come out of it okay. I think that's the number. It's, it's, is it's, that it's, people it's, who tested or people who actually these, got it of, of cases of of confirmed of cases. cases. Ninety nine over ninety nine percent of the people are coming out okay. And now the this. CDC has said twice as many people have been infected mm. as per previously. So that'd be ninety nine point five percent. Well, it, it it doesn't change. I was I was reading about this. It doesn't change case fatality. But the point is, a lot. Of, it means a lot of people who have gotten this didn't realize it. Mm. And I'll tell you this. You know, we we've had people on the show. And when you actually have someone explain to you, like, what getting COVID was like, you really don't want to get it. I've had the flu, and the flu was a, was a nightmare. I lost 20 pounds overnight. Yeah. I it, was shaking. I was pale. It I used was to like, kill yeah. people. I, oh, yeah. I thought, yeah. I, back then, you knew you had the flu. You knew you were going to be fine. I, I had COVID. No, 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 no. You, didn't, you no. thought you were actually going to die. Dude, I lost 20 pounds overnight. Yeah, I, I was like, it's I need to go to the hospital. I'll say for, for but here, here's, people. But here's, here's the point. But here's the point I wanted to make, that when it comes to COVID, you hear about, you know, we had someone on the show explaining how all of a sudden one day he couldn't breathe anymore. He couldn't have a conversation. He's like, I got to go to the hospital. We had John Pierce on the show. Mm. And then a month later, he's in the hospital because like, so, so that's, that's something to consider. It is, it is more, it, it is, I think it's twice as deadly or it's, it's more deadly than the flu. We're dealing with something different now with the variants. They're more infectious. There's long-term effects they're, they're not as deadly. I don't have the full numbers to pull up, but I think here, here's where we need to be. COVID is scary. Long-term health effects for younger people are bad. Mortality tends to be for older people. There's some promising studies on therapeutics and alternative treatments. There's some vaccines. Hey, how about we be honest about the whole thing, not force people to do it. And every time I see one of these stories where they lie and they say things like, the man grasped my hand and said, please, I just wish I took the vaccine. I'm like, that didn't happen, dude. (laughs) Because there was one woman who claimed it. And then a bunch of people called, like, they, they pulled up the CDC data on the hospital and found out she made it up. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, it's like, dude, no no, no one in these age groups were in your hospital with COVID. This is, or how about the, the, the ivermectin thing in Oklahoma? Huh. When all these outlets fall for it, this is why there are skeptics, because the media lies over and over again. Is the Oklahoma iver, ivermectin thing where they said 70% of all the poison control calls were for people that, but then it turned out. Two percent, seventy percent of the two percent of the calls <laughs> nice. were for ivermectin. <laughs> so, like one point six percent of the calls. That's were. a great story. We have yet to go on that on this and show. It, Did you talk about it on, the, on your? No, that's no. hilarious. I was going to say another thing is like imagine if COVID was actually as bad as they're saying it or pretending it is or promoting. No, 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 no. We on. wouldn't be having this conversation. We no, would no, no. What I'm saying is if, there, if the government, for the most part, stayed out of it, I feel like, and I, I'm just such a believer in the free markets and the people and, you know, people making the right decisions uh, based on the truth and based on the information, I feel like if there was an actual disease killing, let's say, 5 to 10% of the people it touches, I feel like we would make personal Yes. Changes it, it to our be, own life. It would be but my life's on. goal to help people. Joey. Yeah. I mean, let COVID, me stay home. That actually seems bad. People my age listen, are dying. I'm not going to go out. No, Co- uh, listen, listen. COVID safer. is exactly as bad as they say it is. COVID is absolutely as bad as they've been saying it is. The problem is they're cowards 
who want to live in bubble wrap in a safe space mm-hmm. instead of realizing that freedom comes with risks. Yeah. So I'm the kind of guy who's like, hey, we decided to move out in the middle of nowhere. There are bears out here. And uh, we, uh, somebody recently was posting about how, like, there are bears outside their houses. We get messages flagged in our Facebook group. It's like, guys, guys, there's a bear. Everyone, you know, stay yeah. inside. Wild cats and stuff. Yeah, welcome to mountains. We choose to live in these areas. We have more freedom and greater risk. That's on us. The problem is when you get these people who see something like COVID and then say, shut her down, everyone, even you in the middle of nowhere. And hey, you, you work from home? Vaccine mandate. Yeah. And the thing is, like, if I died from COVID tomorrow... I don't want to be used, politicized as, oh, he was anti-vaccine, blah, blah, whatever. He should have, he only would have lived if he only took the vaccine. If I die from COVID tomorrow, end of the day, that's my choice. Because I didn't, if I didn't take the vaccine and I died from it, or because I went out and got myself sick, that's on me. You I, do, you gotta be real careful about dying from COVID and dying with, with COVID. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> because some people die from like a heart attack yeah. and they have COVID and then they get counted They'll as COVID it. death. They, one of the biggest spins that they did, I think it was in California when, when it first started, there was like an 18-year-old, 17-year-old kid uh, died with COVID, but apparently he was doing steroids and his like heart exploded and they tested him and he had COVID and they ran the headlines. 17-year-old high school student, young, healthy, played football, died with uh, from COVID. However, they did the spin. Try to scare younger people at the time. They do it with, you know, when a baby dies from yeah. COVID too. They, they, they do all these spins. You read the article and you go down to the bottom. You're like, oh, okay, so that's the truth. Mm-hmm. But they let's, got the headline out. Let's let, let's talk about what's going on with uh, the executive branch because as much as I think these like Democrat voters who are just let's just use a cliche sheeple yeah. who are just bleating at the at the calls of their grifter class and the executive branch, I think Joe Biden knows exactly what he's doing. I said earlier that the, de- the, the, the mandate, the decree over, you know, ma- vaccine mandates is intended just to cause chaos and sow dissent within the, within the states and break apart the bonds of this country. And I think I've got some more hard evidence for that. From John Bogage. I'm sorry, Jacob Bogage. He is a Washington Post reporter covering the U.S. Postal Service and he says, news. White House official tells me USPS workers are not included in President Biden's vaccine requirement. But we strongly encourage them to comply with these standards. That's a massive chunk of the federal workforce, 644,000 and growing. That's not required to be vaccinated. This is stunning. One of the things we've learned during the pandemic is the Postal Service is a key part of the national infrastructure and homeland security. We've seen what's happened to the service when there have been pandemic related staffing shortages. But USPS workers are exempt. To put in context, OSHA will fine a business more than $14,000 for testing violation but the U.S. Postal Service, a goliath of a federal agency, is exempt. He says, quickie, write up on the USPS exemption. Then he links to the source. Do you know what this means? That means that Biden knows that they would refuse and have to fire a bunch of postal services and mm-hmm. we can't. Yep. That means when it comes to U.S. federal infrastructure, they said we can't have, deal with staffing shortages in the post office. Exempt them. But that means Biden knows this mandate will result in massive resignations across the country. So it's on. It's it's, it's intentional. Yeah, he, least, even he knows what's going to happen from this, and he's shielding the federal government from it. The only thing I can see is that they want people to quit. They want the labor shortages. They want the staffing. They want the food shortages. They want the collapse of business. They, want, they know it is happening. They want freedom loving people to not be able to properly contribute to the society anymore. The, they I, want to. It's, it's it's the great reason. I think they, they might be stupid and afraid. It might be. It might be that. It might not be <laughs> anything malicious. They really think they're helping. 
Is that possible? No, 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 no. He no. thinks that's, he's saving people. So. No, this is the point. This is incredible. For, 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 the, the, for, for Biden to come out and be like, yeah, he knows we are going to exempt the post office. Why? And they're, they're concerned about staffing shortages. They know the mandate will just result in people quitting their jobs. At a time when we have 10.9 million job openings, a record number, we only filled 235,000 positions, and it's expected to get worse because the great resignation is escalating. Then Joe Biden does this, signaling he knows this will result in mass resignations. Yo, I hope you're ready for the shortages. Google search closed comma, shortages, and have fun scrolling through the tens of thousands of news stories every day for the months about every business that's closed due to labor and supply shortages. Yeah, and if you quit your job over not getting the, the vaccine, I think in most places, uh, I don't know how, if it's a federal thing or a state thing, you don't even qualify for any benefits or unemployment. They're what, just not going to let you. What if you get fired? If you refuse to quit and then they have to terminate you? I don't know, but they're trying to, because nowadays, like if... There's so many job openings. There's so much benefits that you can do where you can quit your job and, and just live off the government and, until you find another job, which there are tons of jobs for you to find. They, they kind of want to make it harder for you to do any of that. They don't want you to get any unemployment. I, I don't remember well, if that went they, to a they, factor they, or if that was federal. They ended the federal benefits. The eviction moratorium is over. And a lot of conservatives have been like, oh, this is good. It means people will go back to work. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. People are quitting their jobs right now. They call it the great resignation. We lost, I think, 11 million jobs over three months from, uh, it was April, May, and June. 11 million jobs. We didn't add that many. We, 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 we added not like two point something million. So people, it's, it's, they're quitting their jobs. They're resigning. You can't get unemployment when you do that. I love how under Trump, when the lockdowns were starting to come out, Trump beat all the job growth expectations. <laughs> all of it. Beat all of it. Like by flying colors. And as soon as Biden came in, immediately undershorting them by like large margins like immediately there's a point where i say it feels like it's on purpose yeah because this action they took with protecting the post office shows they know they know it's going to destroy yeah. the economy the thing is I, I keep coming to the point it's like why would even like the deep state or the people you know whoever's pulling the strings behind biden if they had america's best interest in mind why would they be doing all this and usually the the thought process i always come to is that it must be china yeah, I don't it. think it's America's it's, best it's, interest. It's That's only it has China. This all has China's best interest in mind. China's got uh, um, access to trillions of dollars worth of resources from the Taliban now in Afghanistan. America's economy is going down. In my opinion, I do believe cryptocurrency is probably going to end up hurting the U.S. dollar, and we're just printing stuff all willy nilly. Like everything we're doing. China's looking at it's like, okay, great. We're going to take advantage over these next four years, maybe this, even eight years, maybe this, 12 years. This is Thucydides' trap. Hmm. Are you familiar? We talk about it a bit. Let me hear it. So they say whenever a uh, rising economic power is about to displace the dominant economic power, war breaks out. Well, what's been happening between the U.S. and China? There's yeah. been saber rattling, but there's been cyber war. Cyber war's been active. That's like fourth generational warfare. Now we're in we're in full scale propaganda. You got John Cena issuing his Mandarin yeah. apology over accidentally. What do you, what do you do? He called Taiwan a country. When it comes to John Cena, that specific situation, part part of me doesn't really blame him because I feel like at the same time he was probably also looking out for everybody involved in those films that he's been making. I blame him one hundred percent because. 
That's the thing is, if, bro, you got to take responsibility. You can't let people off the hook well, for this stuff. I know. I, I don't, I don't blame him, but I'm just trying to put myself in his point of view. You make multiple hundred million dollar movies. You're the star of multiple hundred million dollar movies. You probably got over hundreds of thousands of jobs on the line between the marketing department, distribution, people in production, your fellow actors, everything, people in the management. It's like, you know, it branches out, right? Hundreds of thousands of dollars worth, hundreds of thousands of jobs based around him as being the centerpiece star of all these movies and the, all these movies are now specifically uh, pretty much tailored around getting the Chinese distribution so if he came out and if he was like I'm not going to apologize to China, F China they would instantly cut every single movie deal he had uh, either some of these movies probably would have been hundreds of millions of dollars in the toilet gone or they would spend tens of millions of dollars to replace him Good, but then it hurts So what? hundreds of thousands of people Too who bad. had nothing to do with anything too bad the people in the production, the people in the unions. Too bad. Just all he has to do is. We shouldn't be doing sorry. deals with with we these with country with concentration with camps that are going to pull something no, like we this. Shouldn't. And I, I we shouldn't. We should say, do you want the movie or not? Have it or leave it. But I, they, but people are greedy, and so it's like, look, the people who did those jobs got paid probably for those would, jobs. He would probably be sued for hundreds of millions of dollars too. So good. Take it. I mean, maybe people should be should be, shouldn't be such but spineless you know, whiny babies. It's, it's, I I kind of draw the line between. I guess stupidity and, and morality. It's obviously from a morality point of view, he should stu- stud his st- stood his ground. Maybe many people would, but I feel like from the stupidity val- uh, point of view, it's like all you got to do is say sorry to China, and everything gets to go keep going as normal. Or you don't say sorry, and now you're going to be in the fight for your life. You know what, the Joey? Your life. You're right. It's just 15 days. It's just a mask. It's just a vaccine. It's just a booster. It's just a booster every five months. It's just I mean, your twice daily Pfizer pill. It's just, it's just, it's just, no. You put your foot down on and you say, sorry, China. I'm apologizing for not apologizing. Okay. I'm saying, ta- I'm saying, sorry. I'm not going to apologize to you. I just think more for him specifically, if I was in his shoes, I, I think it's just going to open up a whole can of worms of shit that he's going to have to deal with for the rest of his life just for two little words. Yep. So you want to bend the knee to the Chinese Communist Party, I don't, I, or do you want to stand up and live on your feet? I don't think that Hollywood should even be bending the knee at all to China, which they are. The entire so if China industry China offered you fifty million dollars to drop to, to start putting out video, dollars? fifty million dollars to start praising the CCP and saying communism is good, you'd do it. I wouldn't go out of my way to start praising them, like someone like I guess LeBron is doing, for example. Like he's you know purposely not standing for the flag, kneeling. Um, I'm pretty sure he's came out and said some positive stuff about China. Well, he was like, oh, we shouldn't get involved. You know? Yeah, it's- I mean, John Cena, to my knowledge at least, he's not going out of his way to praise China. He said one thing about Taiwan and then just backtracked it and just went back his own path. I don't, I don't see him as someone that's going out there praising the CCP every chance he gets. He was like, hey, you said this one thing. We can't have that. We're going to lose billions of dollars, hundreds of thousand dollars worth of jobs. We're going to sue you for $100 million, all this, all that. All we need you to do is just issue this Mandarin apology. Hmm. I, I Personally, I would cut my losses. I would do it and live to fight another day. Who knows? Maybe John Cena will come out in 10 years. Imagine and if every single person said, no, China. That has to come down to then people should stop going to the movies and tell. Well, that's the thing is that's why the NBA doesn't care about the American audience anymore because yep. they're just going to get all their money from China. Because so, people like John Cena so, will get on his knee and and beg Xi Jinping. There's for, always going to be you know, people that will do that. Right, they're bad people. See, this this is this is what we're experiencing right now. You've got a lot of people in the United States. I said this the other day. Some people got mad. I'm not referring to any of our audience as yeah. cowards. This is we are a nation of cowards. I am not saying every person in this country is a coward. I'm not saying the history of this nation is built on cowardice. Quite the opposite. I'm saying our current generation 
is the good times making weak men. We have a disproportionate amount of cowards who won't speak up for themselves or their own families to save their own lives at their workplace. And now where are we? You know, we'll see where things go after this. Maybe this is the point where Biden cranked the heat up on the boiling pot and the frogs are going to jump out. Mm. But I tell you, there's probably going to be a lot of people who still won't say anything, who still won't protest. And if you think it's bad right now, you're going to lose your job because of this overreach by Biden. This is one of the most extreme bits of overreach, you know, acts of overreach we've seen in a long time. If you do not speak now, I don't know what you can expect to have a year from now. You know, you're like, but I have kids. Yeah, well, I hope you're you like. That's what a lot of cops. Why they're well, teach your kid Mandarin already. You know what I mean? Just start teaching them Mandarin while you're at it. That's what you're going to. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, no. If you refuse to speak up and defend your rights and stand up for your nation and the Constitution, my advice to you is to get you know um, Rosetta Stone Mandarin right now, and I mean this 100 percent seriously. Have your kids learn. I learn it anyway. I think Mandarin's great. If we could communicate with the Chinese, man, that's that's the step we need towards well, a global gonna, peace. They're going to need it when China is the dominant economic power, putting pressure on the U.S. and straining us for resources, well, that's where forcing us to adopt their cultural norms. We're we're, right. We're, we're, we're going downhill from here. I was just thinking about unity because you were saying, like, I don't think unification is necessarily the way. And I'm thinking, like, just bland unification isn't – like, Hitler unified Germany. Mm. He was all about – we must unify the fatherland. Yeah, unify. By killing people. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. unity for the sake of – unity is not a, a net positive always it, what what are we unifying behind the fediverse a decentralized crypto backed economy uh, a new political system where we, we can remove the representatives and have direct representation i could see unifying behind a system but it's like the constitution american co- original constitution they unified behind that it wasn't unifying behind george washington and his ideas it's unifying behind a document you know, you know why the Constitution's amazing? It's the amendment process. The problem is the country has become so divided we can we can't amend it. I mean, like, I mean, we've had amendments in the past few decades, but at this point, we are really close to a convention of states, which would be fantastic. We need, I think, only a couple more states to be Republican. The problem is, I don't think the Republicans are going to do anything. But that's we could do that. A, a convention of states is probably the direction we should go with the internet. The ability to get a hundred million people on with their eyes on one thing at a, at a time. Yeah, I mean. Uh, most of these Republicans are all just paid off by the same people the, the right. Democrats are paying off. And, and I feel like, for instance, China has a uh, population on their side, just an immense large population. And that's going to be one of their biggest, you know, uh, leg ups against America. And I feel like that is one of the reasons why the Democrats are just letting people from the, the southern border just flood into this country mm. just to increase our population, hand them all money, create more consumers. Hey, everyone coming in. Oh, we're going to give you $10,000 a month. Go buy an iPhone. Oh, go use Amazon. Here, go get a house. And just it's, like inflate it's, everything. Look, when you've got half the country cheering for the end of the American government, I'm like, you'd think people in the American government would be like, I have a problem with this. The issue is they're not destroying it. They're subverting it to use the infrastructure of the government to implement things they want. So Joe Biden bypasses the two other branches of government in one of the most brazen acts of executive authority I've ever seen. I'll be, fi- uh, you know, I'll be honest. Obama straight up killed people, American citizens that charge a trial. Bush so created that stupid Patriot Act. That's Bush. Bush signed the president the presidential directive 51, giving the president the ability to overthrow the U.S. government, creating a new constitutional government with a with a uh, continuity coordinator, a, a centralized that it creates one unified branch in control of the other branches 
And the only requirements are that there be severe loss of life somewhere in the world. So it's not been tested in the courts. Supreme Court would say, screw off, you can't do this. But it'll be interesting to see now that Joe Biden has completely undermined the Supreme Court and the legislative branch. If he does say, due to the widespread death of the pandemic and the refusal of people to get vaccinated, I hereby invoke National Security Presidential Directive 51. There may have been an update to it, like a newer version, where he says, we will create a new enduring constitutional government with a new continuity coordinator. We're in charge. And that will it will only be until 18 months from now, and then it will go back to normal. They'll that's say what they always say. You know, that's what Castro he'll, he'll said. He'll say, and then there will be peace. Come on, man. And then you'll have, you know. Uh, the flag will drop down. Uh, you'll have Marjorie Taylor Greene or in Lauren <laughs> Boebert. Yeah. High-fiving, no, they'll be standing in, in, in the Senate, you know, in the, in, the, in the congressional building. And then Lauren Boebert will say, so this is how liberty dies, to thunderous applause. <laughs> He wasn't joking. Tim wasn't. I thought Tim was joking. He yeah, wasn't joking. No, he wasn't. I saw his face. What, what do you mean? What were you uh, saying? I was joking. Oh, Anna. <laughs> it's a Star Wars yeah. reference. A little deadpan But it's there. like kind of true. <laughs> Dude. I know. We're on the verge. I mean, Bush put us on the verge of a totalitarian dictatorship with these things that he signed. The Patriot Act 50, uh, Directive it, but 51. It's, but it's not just him. It's been, it's been nonstop. It's, it's been since. Uh, who was who that crackpot loser? Woodrow Wilson? Woodrow? Oh, yeah. Was that who it was? Yeah, yeah. Was he the, was he the Federal Reserve guy? Yeah, he was bad news. Yeah, what, what, they call what, him the most fascist, worst president. That guy was a jagmeat. Awful. But like, what's our way out of this now? We're gonna have well, a, crypto. A, a bear, crypto. That's I a big mean. part of it. You know, I made a whole podcast episode talking about how I believe crypto could be used to lead us into a freer nation. And I think it's going to take a generation for that to happen because a younger generation like us, we understand it, we get it. It's not about Bitcoin, not about Ethereum. It's about the technology of being decentralized, kind of off the federal grid. And I believe the free market will have a lot of solutions to our current system. I mean, the reason why you're in your in the system now, you got to build credit. You know, you got to have enough payments to get a loan to buy a house, and you're all part of the centralized grid. And I feel like in the future, maybe five, ten years from now, the decentralized system will be able to replace a lot of that credit and loan structure i I hear you but like i mean part of you has to admit how cool would it be if like biden showed up for a presidential address in like a black robe with his hood over his face (laughs) and he's like the attempt on my life has left me scarred and disfigured oh man the republicans will be hunted down (laughs) just kidding if he did that i would have some love just kidding yeah no i mean like if he seriously was like the United States will be reformed into the first planetary empire. Galactic empire. Well, we're not galactic. We're not so. <laughs> yeah. I would be like, I really hate this, but oh, it's so cool to see. You. Yeah. Finally. Um, and then everyone cheers for it. I mean, it. we're pretty close to that. I was so. thinking about the, uh, the idiosyncrasies of crypto and smart contracts and mm-hmm. things that could, like the complexities of what we could build. So like you'd be in like North Korea, or where, not North Korea, but wherever. You're, yeah. in, you're in some other country. I send you some crypto, which triggers a smart contract that tells Tim's crypto to move to another account that then tells the lights to turn on in a city yeah. so like you can have these complex chains of events yeah. that all occur just from moving one token that yeah. all happens automated and a lot of people who are anti-crypto right now um they're all like oh bitcoin it's being controlled by the elites and i think to a certain extent a lot of these big cryptocurrencies are probably being controlled by elite. like like elon musk can make a couple of tweets and make it pump 50% or dump yep. 50%, which I think Elon Musk is probably one of the biggest frauds of our entire generation right now. Um, 
Yeah, he stopped at, doing that. You got to look at some of his projects. Like he's pre- hit, uh, Elon Musk's entire business model is based off of getting gullible Democrats that want to believe in the future, and they just spend all the all your tech tax dollars. I mean, what do you mean want. SpaceX is particularly successful? I mean, Tesla's not. I've been watching a lot of stuff online, like breaking down like his Hyperloop stuff. All, he's been through so many things, and it, and it, it's kind of like he went to a Future of Tomorrow conference and just like picked up a bunch of ideas, and they would break down the ideas, even his semi-truck i don't want to get too much into the weeds with this stuff but when you break down the economic viability of a lot of his projects it doesn't exist it it, exist. it doesn't it's it's Te- cheaper Tes- to use just railroad well tesla for instance was uh, uh sub it's effectively subsidized because of yeah. the, the the tax credit you got it made it it made it profitable yeah. but now that that's roll that that's gone i guess it's not going to make sense to make the cars anymore Mm-hmm. So, you know, I you guess better we'll batteries. And I, I was watching, like, uh, I think a California representative went to his, like, Hyperloop thing, and I guess they were putting a bunch of money into it. Even that, like, underground Vegas railroad that he, not railroad, uh, yeah, that Tesla. underground tunnel. Yeah, it was supposed to go 200 miles an hour. It's like 30 miles an hour, yeah. and it's just like a Tesla car at a time. It's like a complete flop, but they're getting all the money from the government, a bunch of gullible Democrats that believe in clean energy, the clean world, the future, and they're just throwing money Bro. at him. Starlink. Is one of the most important infrastructure projects of our generation. Apparently, of, that's of, another bust of his. Oh, why? It's on. It's working. I don't know. I, I watched. I didn't get too much into the weeds about the Starlink, but I was. Wa- I was watching something. I got to look more into. I don't even want to talk about it. If we can get it. high speed, low latency internet everywhere in the country, I can set up shop in uh, uh, in Central mm-hmm. West Virginia. Start hiring locals in West Virginia. Bring back jobs to these areas. I mean, that would be tremendous for small town, rural, you know, middle America. These people would get their jobs back. They'd have, they'd have purpose. Their families would start improving. It would start revitalizing a lot of this country. When we, we recently drove into central West Virginia, you see, you see the sad state of a lot of people's lives in these places where their jobs are leaving. Some places in West Virginia are doing really, really well, actually. They're bringing in more industry, power plants and things like that. But a lot of these, there are a lot of towns that used to be like railway towns and the railway stops going there or coal mines dry up. And now all of a sudden you've got yeah. a generation of you know families, uh, multiple generations, and there's nothing left for them. So this, the towns start collapsing. People flood to cities desperate for work. The cities are crooked and corrupt. We get Starlink up and running. You're going to see all of these areas light back up, and it's going to it's going to help put an end to the opioid epidemic, giving people purpose, and then and then giving them jobs and bringing all these different. Uh, um, I guess there's so many different jobs based on technology you can be doing remotely. You could have people working in just like central PA, central West Virginia and Wyoming, Montana. All of a sudden, Nebraska, these small towns that are falling apart, come right back to life, saves the, saves a lot of people. Yeah. That's big. That's yeah, why I'm rooting for Starlink, man. I'm like, it. get it done. Right now, I think they've got, uh, I don't know how many satellites they have active, but I know their New York satellite is active. Their array in New York, which means if you are in the New York area, you're probably getting your Starlink activated right now. And it's like 100 megabits up and down. Mm-hmm. Bro, if we had Starlink, we could do this show anywhere. We could, we, we could theoretically, I don't, yeah. you're not supposed to do it. We could put on an RV and you get a 500 mile range. Right now, the satellites are cell locked, which means if you have a New York satellite, it only works in the New York region. So it's like a 500 mile yeah. radius. This says that there's 1600 of them up right now. A, yeah, but they're not, they're not. There's a guy you gotta watch on YouTube. There's a guy you gotta watch on YouTube. I don't remember if he, I don't know if he made a Starlink video on it or not. His name's Thunderfoot. Oh, I know that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he makes a lot of videos breaking down a lot of Elon Musk's projects. And because I was, I was never an Elon Musk fan because I, I always knew the history of Tesla. And I guess 
his his business history, Elon Musk, and how he kind of rewrote his entire history to make himself look a lot better than he really is. Um, I knew always knew about that, so I never liked Elon Musk until he started tweeting out like against Gavin Newsom mm-hmm. and pro freedom. I was like, okay, maybe I'll like this guy. He was all about cryptos, the future. I was like, maybe I like him until he started manipulating crypto prices and he completely posting about falsehoods about Bitcoin's like a- efficiency when it comes to you know. Uh, emissions and stuff and it was just it was all like false so i was like wait okay this guy actually might be just full of shit he might be completely controlled by people um and then i started going down the rabbit hole i was like oh let me see more bullshit that he promotes um check out double check thunderfoot stuff because he debunked yeah. a piece of technology i was working on and then it got rebunked like they yeah. found out his debunking re-bunked. wasn't hey yeah, i got rebunked yeah i got rebunked <laughs> the yeah, solar sure power water condensers the air goes down underground turns cranks and then comes back mm-hmm. up and out and condenses water. He's like, there's not, it's not cold enough or it's not hot enough underground. So yeah, no, I'm sure, no, that's why I'm sure he's panels, wrong about he, something. Yeah. Too. Watch yeah. out. I don't know too much. I about also like stuff. his tunnel, uh, Elon's tunnel, his boring company. Cause I think once we go to Mars, we're all going to be living underground. Personally, it might be a few hundred years from now. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, we're subsidizing technology. That's like 80 years ahead of its time. Yeah. Is that, that might be I don't another think we're going to live on Mars, bro. There. I don't think so. Me and you may not. There's no magnetosphere. Not yet. How are we going to make a magnet? We're going ign- to ignite. Are we going to send Aaron Eckhart down to the center of Mars to drop a bunch of nukes and ignite rotation in the core? I don't um, even think there yeah, is. Yeah, we need to start rotation in the core. Is there a core? I would imagine. Yeah. This might be a couple thousand years away if we live, if we survive that long. You guys, you guys ever see that movie, The Core? Yeah. Pretty yeah. sure Aaron Eckhart was in it. Uh-oh. They, they go down. down. The core, yeah. What a silly movie, right? <laughs> One of those like stupid doomsday movies. Yeah, yeah. it was like a whole bunch of Dude. those doomsday. And movies. now we got the pandemic. I talk about life, imi- art imitating life. Like people, it's like they wanted this this disaster. You know, we've had these stupid zombie movies and like the end of days is movies and all this like what crap. a disappointing disaster I the know, d- disaster horrible. isn't the actual disaster itself it's the reaction to the disaster what if the real disaster what if we use an ai to create tv shows algorithmically procedurally generated entertainment so instead of having they to have that for the news well yeah they have robots that write articles it's really funny there was one article about me that said Timothy Poole was raised by his mother uh, his father Daniel Poole and his mother Timothy Daniel Poole what and then I was like the robots bless their hearts they're trying my mom's name is not Timothy Daniel Poole I'm like could you imagine that like your dad's oh, name is That's a, a bit confusing <laughs> imagine imagine your mom and dad all have like uh, uh, just meeting a woman with a man's name and having Daniel as a middle name and being like, wow, this is amazing. But anyway, yeah, they're trying about that. But, but imagine this. Imagine instead of creating hiring actors and all that stuff, we just create simulated universes where, you know, simulate, simulated people live their lives. And then you create an interesting storyline. You kick it off and then let the AI play it out and people turn it on and watch it. You already it. have, uh, digital influencers. No, no, no. What CGI I'm saying is, no, AI, I know what you're AI, saying. An, an entire an entire planet of people where you actually can end up getting an the unlimited stream. Uh, the movie what? New guy. Free guy? Free guy. Yeah, but Free that's a video guy. game. I'm saying imagine if we procedurally generated a planet with people, with countries, and we just watched the interactions for our own entertainment. And what if that's the world we're living in now? Yeah, that's us. Yeah. So it's like all this crazy stuff that's happening is like – the the simulation they say why are we being maybe it's just people who are like interested in watching all this shit well it's, it's entertainment it's like man I love watching that 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 show they made the Real Housewives procedurally generated mm-hmm. um, American Idol 
procedurally. We've got to hire anybody. Just the computer just did it, and we what, watch it. It's what if fun. the trees planted us? You know how we move really <laughs> We move <laughs> yeah. so fast relative to the trees. So from a tree's perspective, we're zipping around like lightning around yeah. it super fast. What if 100 million years ago it planted humans, and then it's, then we, it's watched us grow this whole time? But to a tree, like... 9,000 years is like a day. So they get to watch us evolve over time. And they get to watch us chop them down. And yeah. <laughs> that wasn't part of the no. plan. What I don't know. When, when, when Treebeard saw what Saruman had done, he wasn't too happy about it. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. We've, we've given yeah. There's birth to no, something. There, there is no word in, what did, did we say, Elvish, the, Orcish, or Common. Did you see the movie uh, or, Free Guy yeah. at all? Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, because they, they did explore a lot of what you were just saying. Well, but the idea for, yeah, right. Because he was, was AI, is he got consciousness, and then at the end, their, you know, their utopia was, oh, it's just a, no one gets to play anything here, they get to watch. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that, well, spoil, you spoiled the movie, I guess. I'm still going to watch it. It's right now, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty yeah. good. But it's, it's, you know, maybe that's the simulation we're in. I mean, like, when you see how Luke's got this shirt, Luke Rakowski, where it's like 1984, Brave New World, and what was the other dystopia? YouTube. No, I'm just no, kidding. No, it's three dystopian novels. I don't. I don't know. Uh, Fahrenheit. One. Fahrenheit. Maybe. Yeah, and it's, Fahrenheit and it's like they're all together. And says you yeah. are here. Yeah. And I'm like, you got to put V for Vendetta in there because yeah, V for movie. Vendetta is the one where a virus got released and killed a bunch of kids, and the government then locked everybody down yeah. and issued. Yeah. Martial is that a Institute. book? Did they write a book? V for Vendetta was a graphic novel. Oh, okay. Oh. But it was. Um, the movie is different. I think the graphic novel was like a series. It's very different because um, I love how people adopted the Guy Fox mask when Guy Fox was like a the uh, a the uh, um, uh, what's the word theocratic theocratic fascist yeah, is, that, yeah. is that what I'm thinking of Oh, he was yeah he wanted to blow up Parliament to instill sure a Christian was. theocracy in oh, the UK yeah. <laughs> that's incredible <laughs> yeah so I'm like I don't know <laughs> yeah. that's not a good guy you know well while we're talking about I guess some of the theories of uh, existence I, I've been thinking about this one lately I don't know what you think and it's probably already a theory and I feel like. What if, because everything I feel like we're experiencing, we're experiencing memories. Like, right now. It's already the past. It already happened. Yep. Like, we're already, and we all know time is relative. So what if the Big Bang or everything, what if it all just happened instantly, time-wise, and it's just over in a blink of one kajillionth of a second, and we're just well, living memories oh, within yeah. our it's all it's, it's all relative, right? So, yeah. like... You know, it's all happened, but we're just in the memory. You ever, right you ever now. use like universe simulator, whatever it's called? No. I've seen you, that. You just speed up time and watch years pass and yeah. blink of an eye, and it's like it's like you were saying about trees watching exactly. it zap, zap around. Time's relative, man. Um, I was reading about there's like these tiny flies. They're so small that they don't fly; they swim. Ooh. Wow! Because Through the fluid of air. <laughs> yes. So cool. Because they're actually like gripping the molecules and pushing them as if they're swimming and not flying. It's crazy. Right? We might be able to do that one day. And another thing that's crazy is like on on our fingertip. There's like pretty much like an entire universe of organisms living on our fingertips. Mm, like size is relative, time is relative. Another thing is math. Math is like literally the. It's crazy how that's like the key to like everything in existence. Well, it's, it's, we're Man. mapping, we're mapping the source code of the universe. But another thing is that that drives that gets me thinking is there's an infinite number of numbers from zero to one. Right. It's like if you break that down on like time and seconds, it's like there's an infinite amount of points of a second within now. Just watch, now. Uh, just watch Ant Man and the Wasp, man. The quantum yeah, realm. The quantum, and, but yeah. in physics, there's a yeah. thing called the Casimir effect, where when two numbers get close enough together, they basically fuse. Mm. Two pieces of matter, when they get close enough together, they suck. Yeah. To, they stick. To, and no one really knows you exactly know, why. You know, in outer space metal does it. 
in a vacuum. You could take pieces of metal and just yeah. It seems like wow. it gets so close that it pushes the the matter out of the way between it, and then it creates a vacuum, and then it sucks itself wow. together. It's it's the oxidized layer that prevents metals from bonding. In, uh, in our atmosphere. So I wonder if numbers theoretically they don't. Theoretically, numbers will always get half yeah. as close, half as close, half as close. But in physics, there's the Casimir effect. Another of, crazy thing is I guess the eighty twenty rule. What's I think that? it's, it's, I forgot there's an actual name for it. And if you want to Google it real quick, it's like a phenomenon that happens in pretty much almost everything. There's exceptions to the rule, but it's like, uh, um, 80% of your business is from 20% of your customers. That holds yeah. throughout with like, uh, it was like 80% of all the words ever said and typed is like actually 20% of the actual vocabulary and like mm. that kind of 80 20 rule and the way it like progressively decreases from like the number one most used this to the second to the third is like always follows the same trend lines and the same path like throughout almost everything we gotta go to super chats if you haven't oh, already yeah. my friends smash the like button subscribe to this channel share the show with your friends become a member at timcast.com because we're gonna have a members only segment coming up it usually goes up around 11 or so p.m you'll you'll not want to miss that and uh being a member means you're supporting our work as things get crazier and crazier, we're definitely going to need that support. But let's uh, let's see what y'all got to say. All right, let's see. All right. Pedro Henrique says, time to be optimistic. U.S. isn't doomed by Thucydides' trap. CN bubbles slowly bursting as its biggest real estate company, China Evergrande, shows to be 19 times debt to earnings. U.S. is bleeding, but China's falling. Mm. Wow. That's what Peter was saying last night. Patrick Conover says Biden said he's going to use his presidential power to remove governors who oppose him. The authoritarianism is growing right before our eyes. Well, he said, get them out of the way. Mm. Biden purging. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Will Will Hallman says Biden purging anyone who doesn't lick the boot. Mm-hmm. Get Man. them out of the way. Yep. Michael Fernando says peak clown world is upon us. That corpse in the White House has lost his damn mind and gone full tyrant. We will not comply. And then he says, 1776 will come again. AJ, a great podcast. Timcast crew. And then he shouts out, Sticks, Sticks, Axe, and Hammer. We'd love to have Sticks on the show. Yeah. You've got to get a sound bite of uh, Alex Jones. What does he say? 1776 will commence again. Yeah. He's like yelling it. <laughs> Who's he yelling at? Like, I thought Piers that was Morgan. a big mistake. I think it was yeah. on his show. It was, it was oh, just, it was on Piers, Piers, yeah, Piers Morgan. And it's like, I'm like, <laughs> he did look a little crazy. That's one of the, right. That's always been the problem I've had with yeah. Alex Jones going back to all of this stuff is that he always, whenever he gets on TV, he just says, he just, he's, yeah. he's nuts. You know, you know, Charles Manson too. He did a, some video or, or news thing where they took a picture of him and he did a crazy face and that picture yeah. got propagated forever. Mm-hmm. You got to be careful when you're in the public eye yeah. of making a fool of yourself on purpose because that will track you forever. So yeah. don't do it. And it can destroy you like that guy that one election goes, yeah. Yeah. That like kind of like destroyed yeah. him. Who was yeah. that? I don't oh, remember. Yeah, I don't remember, I remember being young. Tim, who was that? Who was that? The yeah. yeah. Guy. I don't remember that guy. Uh, it, it no destroyed one his remembers career. him. Yeah. Yes. I feel like it happened now. Was it uh, hugely popular? He was like Hillary Hillary Clinton's VP pick in 2008 or something, wasn't it? I don't. I just remember being young and watching the trend. Like I used to watch Comedy Central and all like the late night. (laughs) Howard Dean. Yeah, Howard Dean. I think he was working with it. I can't believe that one. You know, was it Yeehaw or something? Yeah, (laughs) we should pull it up and play it. Yeah, we gotta wait super chance another day. (laughs) Martin Edgar says, if you look at the executive order, legislators and their staff are exempt from the vaccine mandate. Mm, Interesting. Alan Schorer says it's never a good idea to quote terrible Star Wars, but in this case, it's the best quote I can think of. And this is how the Republic ends to applause. Didn't you say Liberty dies? 
And this thunderous is how thunderous the thunderous applause. Yeah. Someone look up the quote. I'll look it up. Well, the the new Star Wars movies made the the prequels good. Yeah. Yep. Sure did. I enjoy the prequels now. Yes. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It's 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 more fun now watching it. I guess because uh, it's corny. You kind of know it's a little bit corny. And if you like Star Wars, you're like kind of like into the the lore of it and just watching it all happen. And the new ones, they kind of just destroy it all. What's your favorite force power? Ah. Uh, I don't know. When I was a kid, I always wanted to move things. Mm-hmm. Oh, like whatever that is, like you know, force push or force pull. Yeah, just what you know, about you? Pick up. My um, phone. Probably the ability to influence the midi chlorians to preserve life itself. <laughs> oh, I like well, that. that's powerful. Yeah. You must have mastered both the light and the dark. Well, tr- if you would like, if you if you truly <laughs> want to understand the nature of the force, you can't be scared of it like the Jedi are. Speak the truth. Oh, okay. That's right. <laughs> We're just referencing Star Wars too much. <laughs> Tyler B says. You think the trucker shortage is bad now? Wait until 90% of them park until this vaccine ordeal is over. This country will come to a screeching halt in days. Truckers have no respect for Biden. I'll tell you this. An ultimatum won't go as they plan. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's the point. Maybe we need that. Maybe it's a great reset. You know, one problem with that is it'll it'll come to a halt in a day, but we won't see the effects until the back of the truck, the momentum is carried Mm -hmm. past where it stopped. So it could take a couple months. Take a while, yeah. Be careful. It's like uh, when there's like a snake in the road on the highway. Everyone just stops and like the snake gets bigger and bigger mm-hmm. until it starts oh, to pick yeah. back up again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, XBL Corn says, you're mistaken about the banking rules coming. They want to track every transaction in every account that has at least $600 in it. It is not for transactions over $600. Oh. I did not hear that. That is the first I've heard that. I feel like you could Google search that. this. It's uh, I think it's ICBA.org. And Google search that, and then Google search consumer uh, um, announcement or something like that. It should pop right up because so many people have been searching for it. Google autofills it. Did you find it? Oh, I got the independent community banking thing. Consumer. If you Google it, it'll, it should autofill the URL you need. I see. I see. Or I don't use Google. I use DuckDuckGo. Mm. All right. Let's see. Adam Austin says, I'm an electrical contractor in Columbus. We are down to eight employees. $2,000 sign-on bonus. Can't hire anyone. We are scheduling estimates two weeks out. Wow. If this persists, at what point does the average person at their job just go, why am I even here? And they leave. I I can't remember any store that I've been to recently that doesn't have a help wanted sign outside of it. It's like every single one. Everyone. Yeah. A. Raw says, hey, Tim, longtime viewer, and I work for a company that supplies parts for the military, and this decree would affect me, and I will stand on my principles, and I will not comply. Well, good for you, good sir. America 76 says, this has everything to do with rushing the destruction of the republic and free market choice and capitalism. It has absolutely zero to do with any virus. All of this has been intentional from the jump. Yeah. The that great resignation, the great reset, the, the, the post office exemption. They know what's coming. If people really still can't see that they're just exploiting this tragedy just for more power. I mean, it's it's crazy. There, I've been seeing a lot of people wake up, especially on TikTok recently. They're making videos. I, I made a huge mistake voting for Biden. I feel like that's like the number one thing I'm seeing. You never really see people saying, I made a mistake voting for Trump. People, if anything, they're realizing, oh, wow, things weren't actually that bad under Trump. 
he was just orange man bad. Now there's actual bad things. Whereas like under Trump, the biggest issues were net neutrality and 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 uh, trans bathroom issues. Mean tweets and mean tweets. Yeah. I can confirm that guy's super chat. Yeah, the Biden administration. This is from ICBA.org. The Biden administration is proposing required financial institutions report to the IRS all transactions of all business and personal accounts worth more than six hundred dollars. Whoa, yeah. that's a lot of reporting. Wow. Well, well, there you go. Tax season and, will be uh, cray cray. And maybe that's to get to the next step where they do these vaccine mandates. And how do they enforce them? The IRS. The IRS is going to yeah. say, do you have the records of your employees that have tested negative? We that want them. Sense. And then when you're like, no, they're going to be like, okay, it's $14,000 per violation. That means every week, if someone's not vaccinated, they got to get a test every week. If they don't have it or you don't check $14,000 for each one. For each violation. Oh my god! Yeah, and they got to they got to get tested every week. That's why it's important to get off the grid, mm. off the system. Be self sufficient. Get away from cities. Yeah. yeah Ian made pawpaw bread earlier. Oh, yes. it, it was good. It was really good. I, I lined the pan with coconut oil mm. because I didn't want to use that spray on pan yeah, that garbage stuff. stuff. And uh, man, the the, the bread, for those uh, the skin is is toasty. You guys should start like a survival uh, self dependence. Nah, we're channel. not survivals. We have chickens. So oh, it would be uh, good seeing you guys as progression. I guess your vlog probably shows that. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. It shows um, our our farm is now defunct. We harvested all the crops. And with a sword, a lot of them. <laughs> well, the sunflowers <laughs> I never cared for to begin with. I'm like, what do, I don't want to care Did for Did you see Tim slicing seeds. through them with a samurai no, sword? I didn't it was see cool. That. It was cool. <laughs> Very yeah, Frank cut his finger off doing that. Yeah, oh, you got to be careful, man. But uh, the chickens are eating the sunflower seeds. They love them. I don't care for them. But the pumpkins were amazing. And we got pumpkin seeds, amazing. The tomatoes, amazing. Zucchini, cucumbers, carrots, basil, jalapenos. Do you, oh. think, do you think the government will ever start coming in and taxing you on the stuff you grew yourself? Not until you give it to somebody. What yeah. the hell is going on? Well, they don't but, want uh, uh, so one of our, so our chickens are now like, um, have teamed up to have babies. So <laughs> they all brood. There's like, there's three chickens that brooding is when they're like sitting on the eggs. And I came out one day and I noticed that one of the chickens was not with the group. And I was like, oh, what happened? So I went to look for her. And sure enough, she's sitting on all the eggs. But it's not just her eggs. It's all They all lay the eggs in the same spot, even though there's a bunch of different spots. Later, I come out and I see that chicken, Katerina, out doing her thing. And I'm like, oh, I guess she's not brooding. She's she's out just milling about. So I went in and I noticed that Vanessa was missing. She was on the eggs. Taking turns. Then Dorothy was on the eggs. And so these three chickens are rotating shifts. I love it. Sitting on the eggs. That's normal how they operate like I guess it actually is. That's yeah, they, that chickens like to lay eggs in the same place as other chickens because they could they could lay eggs wherever they want, but they've decided all to lay in this one spot. Communal. And they're taking turns when one chicken gets up to go eat, the other one goes in and sits on the eggs. That's so cute. It's going to be awesome. interesting when there's like fourteen babies. <laughs> oh so we have we have five black star chicken babies. These are a special <clears throat> breed where you mix a Rhode Island Red with a Barred Plymouth Rock, and then we have three baby uh, three babies. Two of them are Leghorn Rhode Island Red mixes and one is an Easter Egger and a Rhode Island Red, uh, red mix because we have Rhode Island Red yeah. Rooster. And they're, they're um, two of, I think two of them are cockerels. They're, they're going to be roosters and one mm. of them is a pullet. Are they kind of like organic chickens or they got filled with like uh what do you mean organic we we, we birthed GMOs. them here they they were we incubated <laughs> no, like, the eggs and are they like uh like heavily modified no no they're just regular chickens yeah yeah like, like i know the, the modified ones i think they start growing so big like they break their legs right. they break their That's bones really and then they just yeah. sit there laying eggs yeah, all day they're just like ugh. That's not right yep it's crazy they're bred to just self-destruct those, on themselves those ag Basically. gag orders are crazy where you can't like record and those those Farm, yeah. Factory farms. Mm. That's so sick. I think it was like Nathan for you. I think it was him. 
I forgot who it was. Someone did like a whole loophole to put every single label on on uh, on his chicken, like you know, chicken cutlets. He made his own farm and like you know, what was uh, to get them classified as free range? No, no, it was a movie. The guy, I think it was the guy who did uh, Supersize Me. I think yeah. he did another movie, and uh, you know, he, he just put like a little opening for like one square foot. Well, they're free-range yeah. chickens now. They don't go yeah. outside. And he just did all the loopholes to mm-hmm. put everything on his label. Easily done. Let's read some more. Cameron Maloof says, Truck drivers have a CDL, which is federally regulated. I wonder how long it will take before you have to get a vaccine in order to renew your medical card for your CDL. Could get bad. More shortages. I think truckers would just be like, nah, we out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, bye-bye. I think the, Putin said no no mandates. Just straight up. Get it out Russia. of the way early. We're not going to do that. Messiah Miguel says, hey, Tim, did you guys know that California passed a per mile car tax? I'm living in ground zero for the new regime. Also, I'm constantly getting double charged for the membership on the website. Ooh, that's not good. Uh, you can always email members at timcast.com. That is, it's, it's on the website. That's where we take care of all this stuff. And, um, we'll get it sorted. We'll try and figure it out. But I, I, I will say, be, uh, send an email. We'll get more specific. I don't want to give anyone any details or anything about people's private stuff. What's but that's this, the way to do what's it. What's this one mile per taxing per mile? Yeah, at the end of the year, you got to take your odometer and then submit it in your taxes, and they tax you based on how much you drove. If you live in California, move to a swing state. Yes. Don't move to Texas. Don't move to Florida. Move to a swing state like Nevada. If you want to move, hit me up. DM me. I got a realtor for you. But... We, it's important, I believe, for us to move Republicans to move to swing states because 15,000 more votes in Nevada flips it. Okay. Huh. Secure the elections. 15, 15,000. That's nothing. California, you need millions to flip it. Don't even waste your time. Yeah. Same thing with New York. Don't even waste your time. Go somewhere where a few thousand people can turn it red. Buy Vox says, or Buy Evox says, glad to see your business is doing well, Tim. Elad was a great pickup. I think he's highly underrated, and hopefully your partnership will generate good visibility. Keep up the great work, guys. That's right. Elad is doing on-the-ground yes. reporting at a bunch of different protests and public events. Um, I think so far mostly New York City, but he had, you know, he, he asks great questions. And he, he went to one where it was uh, union workers protesting the mandates, and this was a couple weeks ago. And they were like, F Trump, F Biden, we don't care, we ain't doing it. And it's, it's, it's good to see when you have people on the ground reporting, it's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Karasu Macha says, hey Tim, trucker here. It won't take much for us to go on strike. We already hate going into these cities, and that was before the riots. During and after, we're playing hot potato over whose turn to tack a load into them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Not surprising. How long before we start seeing trucks get raided? in the highway like it's going on in South Africa. I think that happens. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. It's going to happen. Catoriously Wise says, Tim, you're wrong about segregation. The train companies were lobbying to desegregate. Why pay fuel for two 50% empty segregated cars? The market tried to end it. Stopped by the individual state. Mm. Uh, legislators and their guns. Oh, interesting. Didn't know that. That's interesting. Makes sense. Alex... Aiello says, Tim, just want to say as an accountant, what did we do to be your example? I have been feeling oddly attacked as of late. Keep up the good work. Oh, when I said like you're an accountant and then like your job mandates vaccines or something. Um, I don't know. It seems like a, a, a good like when you think of someone working in an office somewhere in a city, you know, you know an accountant, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess. Just, I don't know. <laughs> just a go to job. Yeah. Sits at a desk. Yeah. That should, that's a compliment. Yeah. It's like it's like the job. You know, that's what to think of. You sit at a desk, too. That's true. That's right. Start saying podcasters. There you go. Ethan Davis says V for Vendetta, every, anyone? I certainly great think movie. so. Yeah. I haven't seen it in 20 years, but it was great. 
Uh, Malia Cortez says, love what Tim said in one of his earlier segments. We're in one of those stupid movies. Here's a movie example. Biden just order 66 to us. I stole that quote. <laughs> yep. Yep. We're, we got a little bit of 1984. Government overreach, spying. We got a little bit of Brave New World. Your video games and your social media to stimulate. We got a little bit of Fahrenheit 451. People overly offended, wanting to burn books and shut down information. And we got your V for Vendetta. Pandemic resulting in government authoritarianism. Hey, it's all there, right, for us to, to, to soak up. How like about that? All these, uh, all these, uh, these stories from the past, these, these kind of warnings, like V Vendetta, Vendetta and all, all what he just said, it's like, it's all just coming true now. Like, mm-hmm. every single one of these warnings, like, you're gonna wake up yet, people? Like, every single piece of media. Alexandra Batek says, Tim, I just watched Atlas Shrugged. It needs to be remade for a modern audience. I have theater and directing experience. Shall we start Pool Studios? I do not think we could afford to make an Atlas Shrugged movie. There is like a three-part movie where it's like each part has different actors or whatever. Interesting. Yeah, good story. Good watch, yeah. I definitely think it's really preachy. It's just oh. like, uh, yeah. yeah. Libertarians. Magnificent Devil says we do not have a free market today. Government regulations allow big corporations to gatekeep the most powerful and influential industries, making the barrier to entry insurmountable for most. Agreed. But that is a free market by definition. No, it isn't. Free market doesn't mean anyone can do anything. There's all sorts of regulations. They're giving these trillion-dollar companies in California extra perks over small business. They want to keep them there from leaving to go to Texas. It's the only reason why they have the largest economy. They want to keep that title. I should clarify for sure. I was I was being tongue-in-cheek. It's it's not uh, it's not a real free market, even though they call it a free market. It's completely guarded yeah. by the government that's yeah. setting up regulations and, and pipelines. We've got to strive towards a freer market. Like a, to... a real free market could be dangerous because you get corporate monopoly. So you need to always have a sidearm to be able to I break that up. I still feel like for the most part, I feel like the will of the people, especially now in this communication age, I feel like more, it's more more likely for solutions. Maybe it's not perfect. I don't know. But to emerge within the system? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. <clears throat> Tim Rose says, got COVID in January of this year, donated my platelets and plasma to help before the vaccine came out. Why is natural immunity getting short end of the stick? Love your show, by the way. Uh, why is monoclonal antibodies being ignored? Hmm. Is it it's expensive, I guess? Yeah, two grand. Is it? I, I think you mentioned that. I, might have, I thought that you were the one that said that. But isn't this like, this has got to be like saving lives. Cool. I mean, monoclonal stuff. Yeah, mon- monoclonal antibodies. So for somebody who's like get sick and go get sick and go to the hospitals, I mean we don't just let them die. Right? I just can't take the blinders. It's like everyone straight ahead, get the vaccine straight ahead, everyone. And it's like, dude, there's these other pieces of info. Look around. Let's let's look at this. And they're like, no, 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 keep going forward. Like, what's the rock? That's East verboten. It reminds me of that music video, um, the Pink Floyd music video where they're all just marching off into the grinder. Mm-hmm. Oh god! All right, PRC says we truckers need to unite. The vaccinated and unvaccinated don't take runs into states and businesses who mandate vaccines and passports. Nothing happens until something moves. Vaccines are good, but mandates are evil. I completely agree with that. The issue is government shouldn't be dealing with your medical stuff. I just shouldn't be doing it. Unless it's a, unless it's, that's the thing, unless it's a real health threat. No, no, I, no, no, no. I mean, at some point, if that's the whole purpose is you got to protect the herd, you know? I, I I disagree. I think. 
I don't think the government should be getting involved regardless. Ever, yeah. though? I mean, because yep. the thing is, if there was a virus that was killing as many people as, you know, would be declared, you know, like something like the Black Plague. I mean, maybe that's a little bit too extreme. Well, example. like, was it, was it, what was it? Smallpox was Measles, like, what, 20% yeah. or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mortality people, was if massive. People are dying from things. They'll take it upon themselves. Risk to reward on vaccine. If I get sick and I have a 20% chance of dying, Maybe I'll, I'll probably take the vaccine. I think because, at that point, I'll take my chances. Because, Ian, we're in a pandemic. Well, te- people, they call it a pandemic, yeah. It, it, it is a pandemic. It is, technically by definition, yeah. By by literal definition. So, uh, global epidemic. And by the millions of people around the world who have died and the 650,000 in the United States, it's a pandemic. Does it warrant the extreme degree at which they're going, in my opinion? No, like mandates and all this stuff. It's like, yo, I get it. It is bad. Novel virus, mutations, all that stuff. Scary. Not good. It's not airborne Ebola. So the issue is people need to be able to assess the risks themselves. There can be things like this, like, you know, if you're don't don't cough on people, there can be yeah. like like the, the social distancing makes sense. It was like, hey, stand six feet apart. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, uh, I actually think wearing a mask even when it comes to private businesses, it comes to schools and kids. It starts getting murky, you know, but when people are sick they wear a mask when people so those are things where i'm like okay maybe we do some restrictions we protect the vulnerable we get back to work you know instead my, they've been like iron fist shut it down i never i never wore a mask people in the nursing homes oh, for the like, first 40 years of my life i never wore a mask for illness and i yeah. never it was never a problem no it was they, never part they were of like culture. look at those people in japan wearing masks how weird weird yeah and people should have you yeah. think if they're so they get so dirty so quick you got to wash them like daily get new ones there's a lot of people I see in the super chat where like they're saying basically because of this I will never get vaccinated. Mm. And I'm like, this is the problem with Biden. Biden. What? what yep. I, I'm gonna fix. Listen, <laughs> We're can you hear this? Because I hear this every day. I'm gonna fix this. I promise. It's the joint on this this microphone. Why is it thing. making that noise? We we sprayed it down metal with WD metal. Yeah, I gotta take I it apart know. and get in there or something. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Aaron Tabor says, Tim, you've mentioned dehumanization before. I've seen people on Twitter regularly ref- referring to Republicans and unvaxxed people as plague rats. Yes, uh, frequently. Um, and that's part of the steps towards genocide. No, don't refer mm-hmm. to them as vermin. Don't do it. Don't, Calling people animals yeah, and really maggots. Don't do yeah, it. I've seen that. It's not funny. That was a Keith Olbermann thing. Why won't you just do what the state tells you? Because we're America. Yeah. Because America. I thought it was America. (laughs) I remember when when Keith Olbermann canceled his show. We did it. It's it's imminent. Trump's going to be removed from office. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Just nothing. None of that ever happened. That dude's nuts. That guy's crazy. You know who who else is nuts? It's Howard Stern. What a loser. starting to. It's so ironic. Howard Stern's a loser. (laughs) I I was trending on Twitter because I called Howard Stern a loser. (laughs) True, though. I I was such a fan of Howard Stern when when I first watched his movie. Oh, yeah. I was like a Private fan. Parts. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow, this is cool. He's like going against the system, whatever. He's ah. a thing. And then he just became this corporate chill. He was never against Great. the system. Yeah, he was. George Carlin challenged the system, got arrested for saying naughty words, did stand-up bits where he basically told the, the, the modern sensibilities to screw off. He screams racial slurs and as a part of his joke. And he was anti-establishment. Howard Stern was just riding the wave. Yeah, He's like, oh, people like this stuff? Yo, they they put him on TV. They put him on the radio. They gave him the ability to do this. He was not anti-establishment. He was the establishment. It was just that boomers liked edgy humor. Gen Xers came up saying, okay, we can do edgy humor too. Boomers are retiring and Gen Xers are feckless for the most part. So they're just like, what, what should we do? Oh, the millennials are yelling in my ears. There's another Rage Against the Machine situation. Granted, yep. Right, right. Rage on behalf of the machine. Granted, uh, uh, Howard Stern is a boomer. 
So he's the definition of okay boomer when he's like, F their freedom. I want the freedom to live. Oh, well, I F your freedom. I want the freedom to live. Yeah. Like, why do you get to say who gets freedom? Sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy is like, talk about somebody who built a career on being, you know, a jag off and just being offensive. And it's like the trope. I don't know if he actually did this, but the joke was that, you know, firing hot dogs at women bikinis and stuff like that. Just this, a sheer yeah. absurdity of his show. And Beetlejuice. Then, and then there was uh, Michael Malice tweeted that one of his guys, his wife, one of the people who worked for him, his wife was dealing with cancer. And Howard Stern would just like made fun of him for being sad. And then when he launched a GoFundMe to help save his wife, Howard Stern just didn't contribute at all, even though he's wow. worth like half a, half a billion dollars. Nice. Yo, wow. these are not good people. They are yeah. bad people. They don't give. They don't support. They don't help people out. Yo, I donate to save people's pets all the time. Heck yeah. I donate a lot, actually. Probably too much. You Best read, cause. You writing that off on your taxes? I think you can. Do yeah. it. Charitable giving. <clears throat> I will make you. Ran Roy says Alex Jones will run in 2024 and we will make the frogs straight again. Yes. <laughs> not convinced. <laughs> you might ironically Do win. It. I'll vote for him. Yeah. Right. I thought that Tom Cruise commercial where he was running and he was like, I'm running for something. President. I think he might have said it. I was like, oh, yeah. is he actually running? Because I will vote for him. I can't Tom take Cruise? it anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah it was yeah. just some dumb commercial. But if we get someone to run, I mean, talk about you need someone that's fit. To yeah. serve, like Trump's getting fit. Do you see that? He looks better than he did. Good, yeah. I'm worried that he's going to get too old by the yeah. time it comes around. He's I sharp, wonder if he's though. on all that life extension stuff. He's got to be <laughs> NAD plus and nicotine by mononucleotide. James Garlic says Thomas Paine in Common Sense regarding parents opposed to war with quote, but I have children, essentially calling them bad parents. Quote, Let there be troubles in my day that my children may know peace. Best quote. Love that quote. I just think, you know, when your kids are in the gulag, make sure they know Mandarin. That was Jack that was Jack Posobiec's joke. He was like, My job in the prison camp is to teach people Mandarin <laughs> so that we can interact with the guards. Well, there you go. Yeah, if you if you don't want to stand up for your way of life or your country, for your values, then just start teaching your kid Mandarin. And I literally mean that. I'm not being facetious like oh, it's a useful language. Yeah. It's second most spoken I mean, language in the in the planet. And if you are totally down with the the hegemonic rise of of China, then just be ready to have to interact with these business deals. Even if you're not down with it and you just see, well, that's the way things are starting to go. I'm only one person. Can't make that much of a difference to stop the rise of China and the rise of Biden, the rise of the Democrat establishment. You know, I remember when I was younger, I was always uh, learned Spanish was like Mm -hmm. one of the things because of all the immigrants coming in. And, you know, if you're working in a kitchen or... now Mandarin's going to be It's because of business, right? So English yeah. is the business language of the world. That's why English is basically yeah. everywhere for a lot of right. reasons. But um, soon, Mandarin. I, I know a lot of people who speak Mandarin, to be completely honest. And I feel like also China is, is – I feel like they're the ones that would want to force the rest of the world to learn their language because that's like a power I don't know. They speak English. They do. They do. Yeah, we don't speak Mandarin. But it's going to change. That's why yeah. I'm saying like, it's hey, give your kids language. a leg up, man. Oh, yeah, like the, the alphabet problem. and writing is, is, is tough, right? All right, let's see. Patriot American says, I'm glad you mentioned Directive 51, Tim. I just finished playing both the Division games and watched all of the lore videos. It's mind-boggling to me how similar the situation in the games are to what we've been seeing this past year. You guys know the Division? I don't know the plot. Uh, there's a pandemic. Hmm. Oh. So the president enacts Directive 51, mm-hmm. you know, oh. and activating the Division, a special elite task force to go and try and restore, you know, government authority or something like that. And then part two is it, the first one's in New York. Man, it's New York. It's awesome. Running around New York. And I know New York, so it's like you're in Manhattan. And I'm like, I know where everything is. (laughs) 
And then in D.C., it's like you're in the White House and like you're running, running through D.C. And I don't know D.C. as well. I used to because I played Fallout 3 a lot. But still, really, really fun games. Like you can launch drones up and fly around and stuff and you have gadgets. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's yeah. a legit fun game. Yeah, game's good. Good. I haven't played it in a while, though. I wonder what the new GTA is going to be. Mm. What I was hoping is that they were going to map the real world. Yeah. Like yeah. they did with the flight simulator. Yeah. I'm hoping that they just come out like, hey, you can just play in the world. And then VR. That'd and VR. So cool. But it's like just... <laughs> But I feel like there's going to be a lot of problems when you're driving cars into people's houses, real houses. <laughs> I wonder if you'll get people to, like, authorize the use of their house in, in the games. Then right. you can pay them, well, like, a one cent per sale. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. You can actually fly around mm-hmm. in a plane of cool. the real world. and maps, like, a Google You can have a co-pilot, too. It's, like, multiplayer. I tried to play it. It's too difficult. It's not really fun. I got a buddy who's a pilot. Yeah. I'm thinking about jumping in and co-piloting with them one day That'd yeah jesus yeah. sanchez says tim stargate season four episode 16 watch it it has to do with jabs it's on netflix Ooh. um i don't know if, if this is the episode you're referring to but there's one episode where they uh you're familiar with stargate yeah awesome show by the way it, it just it's i watch it on comet and they re, they restarted over so there's a bunch of episodes i missed but um i've seen a ton of the episodes so far but uh, there's one there's one planet they go to where there's this advanced network of planets that they're, they're unfamiliar with the Stargate network, which connects all these different planets yeah. through wormholes. But they're extremely advanced, and they have great technology. And they come to this planet that's mostly agrarian, where there's farmers. They have big machines harvesting crops and dropping them in the Stargates to transport food to their planets. And they talk to this like little farmer guy, and he's like, they leave us alone, don't bother us, so we're fine. But then they, they, they go into a cave, a couple of them, and they discover the remnants of a civilization akin to 1910s the United States with like industrial development that just ceased to exist. And they find a newspaper and it's written in like a form of Gaelic because the, the point of Stargate is that aliens were enslaving different humans and transporting all over the universe. The to yeah. And so basically the plot is this advanced alien race created a biological weapon that sterilizes people. And what they did was they say, we'll give you our great technology. Oh, you have a pandemic, a flu pandemic. Here, this vaccine will save you. And it did. But then all of a sudden, nobody could have kids and the entire civilization mm-hmm. collapsed. But there's also um, Utopia. You guys ever see that one? No. Yeah, they canceled it because of COVID, I think. Oh, my gosh. It's about a big tech uh, uh, mogul who creates a fake pandemic in order to sell his vaccine, which sterilizes people because... Oh. And this was on it was on Amazon it. last year. It's, it's a show on Amazon, and they canceled it, I guess, because they were like a little too, yeah. you know, poorly timed. That's yeah, poorly knows. timed. Yeah. It was about like the there was a guy who was writing a comic that predicted a lot of what was going to happen because he had like access or whatever, and so they're like trying to read the comic to figure out what's going to happen. And I'm like, that's really funny because like in our world, there's a TV show yeah. saying all this <laughs> stuff is happening, and like you're trying to watch a TV show. It's just a TV show. I don't think it's you know real or whatever. But they still canceled it, which just make people more conspiratorial, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Black Mirror. All right. Sorta says, OMG, I can't believe you said that, bruh. Keep Californians in California. They voted for it. They should eat it. But that's the thing. Is there still how many million Californians out there that are not voting for that right. stuff? That want to be free. If you send every single Republican California and properly disperse them across every single swing state, we would win every single state except California <laughs> and New York. <laughs> yes. All right. So disperse. All right, we'll just do one more. We got Coldy Locks Production says, if my job follows this mandate, I will say no or I will quit. No questions asked. I will not comply. 
stand up for yourself, you know, uh, speak up, peaceful, non-compliance, resourceful, persuasive, all that good stuff. Head over to TimCast.com, become a member. We're going to start putting together this members-only segment for all y'all, and that'll be available around 11 or so p.m. You can follow the show at TimCastIRL. Don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe to this channel. And if you'd like to follow me personally, because I post uh, typically sarcastic nonsense and troll posts on Twitter, it's at TimCast. And the funniest thing is, I have this this post about how there's 659,000 heart disease deaths every every year, mostly in people older than 60, but it, it scales down to a decent amount. And I'm like, we gotta shut everything down. <laughs> we gotta we gotta ban unhealthy food. We gotta yeah. mandate exercise. We should mandate heart medication for everyone, especially children. And boy, do these people not understand life. Yeah. These these you know they're just if, if, you know my you know what the funniest thing was like when I called Howard Stern a loser. I got a wave of Howard Stern fans, Howard Stern fans telling me that I was poor. And I was just like, <laughs> I don't understand why I'm supposed to care. Like I That's called Howard mean. Stern a loser because I have a very low opinion of him. And your response is, yeah, but he's rich. I know the dude's rich. It's like when well, Bloomberg who doesn't was know running, rich? our billionaire has more billions than your billionaire. Yeah, I know. And I was just like, I'm like, That's so weird that you would like tweet at me like, haha, you're poor. But it's like, for one, I'm not. And two, what does it have to do with me calling Howard Stern a loser? Like, is there a group of people criticizing him or Joe Rogan who know that who, who think they're not rich? Yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> anyway, TimCast.com. Joe, you want to shout anything out? Um, yeah, I guess if you're on YouTube, you can check out my new YouTube channel, uh, the Joey Saladino Show. It's like a conservative news podcast. It's also on all the podcast apps, the Joey Saladino Show. You type it in anywhere, you'll find it. Cool, man. Uh, yeah, follow me at iancrossland.net and uh, at iancrossland on social media. Thanks. I do have to say that I really love Joey's idea of encouraging people to move out of heavily blue states and yeah. into swing states. As someone from Colorado, which was red and then became purple and is now blue because of California, mm-hmm. I highly recommend influencing these states. And I think that is a recipe for success. Good yeah. idea. Anyway, you guys may follow me on Twitter at Sarah Patch Kids as I attempt to gain more followers than Sarah Patch Kids. We will see all of you at TimCast.com in the members only segment. Thanks for hanging out. Bye, guys. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.